Hello, we interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you an emergency episode. Mm-hmm. This is the Film Obsessed Couple. I am Shelly. And I am nervously Scott. <laughs> we're going to be talking about The Batman. Yes, you were talking about my favorite movie of the year so far. Not mine. Well, what is your favorite movie of the year? I haven't seen it yet. It's coming out <laughs> next week. Oh, Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, which you're hearing this and it's already out, but yeah, I can't wait to see that movie. Yes, yeah, we're in the last day of April now. It shows you how early we record these, but we'll see. We'll see, and if we record the next one and Shelly's like pissed off, you'll know that she did not like Doctor Strange. Right, and, <laughs> and you'll know, because I will just let you know, and we may have to do another emergency episode. Oh, we can definitely do that. I like how we're kind of throwing the the format away, which we will be doing again next week. We'll get there at the end. Yes. Surprise at the ending. Oh, you got to listen to the whole thing. Stay tuned. Don't just forward, okay? <laughs> uh, but yes, we watched this movie in the theaters at the beginning of the year when it was released. I was super excited to see it. I think we waited a week. That was a long week because I just didn't want to get anything spoiled. We specifically took a day off work. <laughs> right. Because it's so long. <laughs> And we did not pee once. I'm very surprised about that. I figured, like, when I worked at the movie theater, I had trained my bladder to be like a steel trap. Like, I could sit through anything. But, you know, time away, watching movies at home, going whenever you want. (laughs) We're just talking about peeing. (laughs) But uh, I was very nervous. But I was so into the movie that I didn't go once. Oh, yeah. No, I I didn't want to miss anything. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my favorite movie, and I can't say that I just loved it. But it was still interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. And I, I hate the theaters, you know, still talking about peeing here, but I hate that they make their bathrooms so far away. So yeah. you, you miss quite a bit, or I feel like you miss quite a bit. They should have a bathroom in each theater. Mm-hmm. So you just go in there, do your business. Oh, or they could have a TV in the stall. You know, I don't know if you've ever been to like a football game or something like that. They always have a TV in the bathroom. I'm just imagining instead they cut corners and they just have some guy standing in there and describing what's going on to you. (laughs) Like, yeah, Batman, he's uh, driving his car. He's he's chasing after the penguin. You really should be seeing this. It's awesome. Hey, that's a job for us. (laughs) Um, Or they just give you uh, a Mountain Dew bottle. Like, all right, (laughs) here you go. It's a long movie. What's a girl going to do? Well, don't they have those cups or something i've seen online yeah they give you a mountain dew bottle and a cup (laughs) one of those cups oh i couldn't imagine it would smell in there (laughs) yeah right uh but i really enjoyed it i loved it i'm a huge batman fan i love the previous ones except for you know the ones that sucked Mm -hmm. (laughs) like batman and robin with george clooney not a fan of that one not a fan of ben affleck which we'll talk about for a little bit before we get started as well Uh... didn't like him and yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie. You were not excited about this one as much because you hate Robert Pattinson. Hate is such a strong word. I don't like it when he says, I hate somebody. Oh, it's like a, well, okay. Yeah, I get I, you. I don't, I'm sure he is very lovely as a person, like him, mm-hmm. his person. But as far as acting, I'm not a huge fan. Right, okay. I, And it's not that he does anything bad it's and this is gonna sound probably awful maybe a little petty but it's the way he looks (laughs) oh okay (laughs) just rubs you the wrong way i don't get it i don't understand it because he's not 
an unattractive man. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people would, a lot of women would say that he's very attractive. Right. But I, his hair, I can't get over it. And yeah. um, his teeth, it's not that they're crooked, but they are a little different. Hmm. If you look at them, they're kind of a little flat in the front. Hmm. And I know that's so petty. Yeah. That's such a petty thing to not like about a person. But I, that's what kind of gets me. And I hope I'm not alone in that. Yeah, I'm sure not. I'm sure there are people that don't like him here. If we want to talk about being petty, there was a girl that I dated for a while. I hate her. <laughs> not, not a while. But for a very short period that we just, it turned out we weren't compatible people. We didn't really fit together. We weren't like, you know, didn't have matching personalities. Mm-hmm. So I started to grow resentful of this person just being like, you know, more and oh, more things, yeah. more and more mm-hmm. things about this person would stand out to me as things that I just didn't like. Yeah. And one of the things at the end, if you talk about being petty, is that of no fault of her own, she had a very bad hunch. She would like hunch over quite a bit, which I do. Yeah. But her arms would like go, her hands were like below her elbows. Be like monkey arms. Yeah, somewhat, <laughs> I guess. But I was just like, at the end of this, before I broke up with her, I'm just like, her arms, her, her <laughs> voice. The way she talks to me, the way she walks. I'm just like, I got to get out of this See, relationship. that means you just, you're not compatible with that person. So I am not compatible with Robert Pattinson. <laughs> sure, sure. Which that's a good flag for anybody. If you're at the point where you're judging like they, the way that their posture is, you got to mm-hmm. get out. And that's what I was like. Yeah, I'm talking about how her arms hang down at her sides. I got to yeah. get out of here. <laughs> or their teeth or their hair. The things that they have absolutely no control yeah, over. Yeah, you just know that they're not for you. So Yeah. Um, but well, first we'll get into a little bit of the production of this movie because it has somewhat of a backstory. Um, in 2014, Ben Affleck got cast as Batman in the Justice League movie. Um, and first off for Batman versus Superman. That's a whole other story of how everybody, like the internet just broke because, you know, everyone thought he would be a hugely terrible Batman. Oh, wow. Which ben he Affleck? Did okay. Yeah. Okay. Which he did okay. Batman versus Superman, I did not like. Batman is not very Batman in it. He doesn't, he kills people left and right in that movie. Mm. But Ben Affleck was okay. He's the best part of it, but that's not saying much because the movie sucked. Okay. I thought. There's a scene in there where he takes down a warehouse full of guys, and it's like, that's the best scene. But it's like, when you say that there's only really one good scene yeah, of like five good. minutes in a two and a half hour movie. Mm-mm. So he was signed on to do another Batman movie, and he said he was going to direct it. Which at the time was huge because he did really good movies. Hmm. I loved Gone Baby Gone. He did Argo. He did The Town. And we're like, whoa, shit, this may be a Batman that we've never seen before. It'll be really good. So long story years of him working on the script. Some good news of him being like, the story of this Batman movie is that Deathstroke, you see him at the end of the Justice League and the the Justice League cut, the four-hour one. He's like a ninja type guy. He's got like an orange and blue suit. Oh, nice. But the story was supposed to be that Deathstroke, or Slade is his name, would release all the inmates of Gar- of Arkham Asylum Eek. that ba- to try and wear out Batman so he could kill him. Okay. Because he thinks Batman is responsible for the death of his son. So you're like, well, I've never seen that. Like a, a central Batman movie that just takes place in one spot. Okay. So that sounded promising, and Ben Affleck was a, he's a solid director. He had a, a mafia movie that came out that was pretty panned, but mm. I think he was having some bad times in his life. Well, you can't get them all, you know? Yeah. So 
Ben Affleck then announced later, he's like, I'm stepping down as a director. He's like, because I don't think that I would have a good time directing and playing Batman at the same oh, time. Oh, no. And then, so the director of this movie, Matt Reeves, came in and he was like, I love Batman. You know, I want to try to do something interesting with it. I don't think it didn't really mention any creative differences, but basically he kind of wanted to do something different. Mm -hmm. He said, this script that they have written now, Batman in Arkham Asylum, doesn't really feel like a Batman movie that I would be, that I would want to make. Okay. So they started to rewrite it. And then eventually Ben Affleck left. He was like, I'm, you know, I, he was having alcohol problems. He's getting divorced. Okay. A lot of life problems. Yeah. He, there's a thing in uh, Wikipedia, but he said he showed the Batman script to a friend and they had said that he had had a lot of problems with filming Justice League because they did reshoots of the movie. The Justice League movie got reshot a lot, got cut up a lot. There's two versions of the movie. So he showed the script of Batman to a friend and they were like, this is going to be great. But if you do this movie with the experience that you've had on Justice League, you're going to drink yourself to death. Oh, no. So he's like, I can't, for my own health, I'm stepping away. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, sometimes you just got to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and he seems to be doing okay. He he had that basketball movie where he played like an alcoholic coach trying to get his life together. And it seems like he maybe was doing that in real life as well at the time. Or had already. He could relate. Yeah. (laughs) So Matt Reeves, the director of, of The Batman now, um, started to rewrite his own movie you know he's like i want to make it he's like we've seen batman starting out like him becoming batman Mm -hmm. but we want to see kind of batman already yeah so he's like you know i want to make batman in like year two instead of batman year one right i think that's what i really liked about this movie too Mm -hmm. is that i mean we all know batman right yeah, we've all seen his parents get killed multiple times. Exactly. I'm like, okay, we don't need to see that again. So this is just like a whole new approach. Yeah, which that's one thing I was shocked at in that Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. It takes place in the 70s, but spoiler alert for the Joker, we still see Bruce Wayne's parents get murdered. I know. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> we've already seen it. Stop. <laughs> I've gone numb. Yes, it's like Uncle Ben in, in Spider-Man. Like, We've seen Uncle Ben get shot so many times in Spider-Man. Yeah, I think that's the thing, too, is that you just kind of like, all right, yeah, they're getting killed again. Yeah. Your emotions are not there. So that means you're probably not going to like the movie as much. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, so... Um, some more behind the scenes things. Robert Pattinson had heard that they were doing this script, writing a Batman and Matt Reeves was actually at the time writing this script for him with him in mind. Wow. And he was like, I don't know if he's going to want to do it because Robert Pattinson at the time was pretty indie. He did some odd movies, you know, here and Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And he heard that he was in the movie tenant, um, where they go into the machines and they can go backwards and stuff. Oh yeah. 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 Kind of a strange movie. Mm -hmm. And the director, Matt Reeves was like, well, fuck. That's his big movie of the year. You know, he does, he selects his movies so carefully. I doubt he's going to want to do another big budget, like blockbuster Batman movie. Mm. But he was so excited. And the funny thing is, Christopher Nolan directed the three Batmans the Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. Robert Pattinson was starring in Tenet, directed by Christopher Nolan, and he kept it a secret. Like, he didn't want Christopher Nolan to know that he was going after Batman. Oh. He figured maybe he would not want, to, want him to do it or be upset or something. So he auditioned in secret. And then, like, Christopher Nolan came up and was like, I heard you auditioned for Batman. He's like, what? No. <laughs> no, I <laughs> he didn't. He was like, yeah. And he was like, you would be good. I th- yeah, I think you would be good. Oh, And wow. then he found out, like, Robert Pattinson found out he got the role. 
didn't tell anybody yet. And then Christopher Nolan came up and was like, hey, congratulations on getting that. Oh, shit. Because, of course, Christopher Nolan's going to know. I mean, he made definitively like some of the more popular Batman movies. Can you imagine holding that in? Yeah, that'd be crazy. Oh, if you had like a big role like that, I'd yeah. be all like, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of the production. Uh, it was supposed to be a Ben Affleck movie. Didn't work out, but so we got a Batman film like this, and I really enjoyed it. I do have to say that Robert Pattinson's jawline is very good for Batman. Yes. Because, I mean, I think that's kind of like the thing of Batman is you have to have that really chiseled jawline. Yeah, that's that's something that everybody kind of talks about, too. When Ben Affleck got cast, people were like, oh, his jawline's pretty good because mm-hmm. that's the thing that shows. <laughs> it is. I mean, I mean, it really sticks out. I don't know. I think even they did kind of maybe a darker turtleneck or something probably higher up on his neck to even yeah. outline his uh features even oh, more maybe so so yeah i kind of was looking at that on the this last time that we watched it and i thought that was kind of neat yeah so we start with the movie with i love the title it's just like the batman like big red font and you hear the ave maria you know ave maria mm-hmm. which the riddler sings later but We start from this very creepy perspective of somebody looking through binoculars at the mayor's house. Yes. Which is kind of a play because at the first I was like, is this Bruce Wayne's parents? (laughs) Are we seeing Bruce Wayne's parents? I couldn't. Yeah. When I was like, who could this be? I don't understand. And then, you know, there's a little kid that comes into play. Yeah. He sees him through the window. And I'm like, wait, is this some weird freak that's watching this kid? Yeah. And And then I'm like, well, is that... Young Batman, you know, I didn't know the plot or yeah, anything. No, so. it, it messes with you for sure. Yeah. Because, yeah, the kid is dressed, It's you don't know it's Halloween yet, but the kid is dressed as a ninja. The mayor, who you don't know yet, but the mayor walks in and pretends to get stabbed by his son and, like, yeah. falls on the ground. And then the mom comes in. The mom and the kid get up and the mayor gets up and we then cut to inside the house just a wholesome moment yeah and but very creepy because somebody is watching this from the outside you hear his heavy breathing too always have your blinds closed everybody (laughs) even if you live in a nice mansion like this yeah but the whole time you're here just hearing this yeah (laughs) very creepy yeah which is the whole creep factor yeah if it was just the binoculars without that breathing i'd just be like who's this normal joe (laughs) <laughs> just while looking creeping in on here but the breathing is like whoa yeah whoa. yeah exactly and he the riddler apparently is based on the zodiac killer from like this oh jesus 60s or 70s he oh. wrote he killed a bunch of people or well, a few people and wrote letters to the police taunting them and was never found mm. so and he and he sent ciphers like you know the riddler sends him yeah. ciphers but he sent ciphers to the police as well am i weird because i was like oh man that'd be so fun to decode that i couldn't i wouldn't be able to, have to get a it cipher and then <laughs> decode it i would love it oh it's really like a freaking puzzle i'm yes. not i i wouldn't be good at that oh man i'm i want to find a puzzle now something to decipher okay i'm sure you can find them i'm sure they do that for fun so we now are into the house but you get the shot of the skyline the skylight mm-hmm. is slightly open and i missed that i think the first time because i was just drinking it all in but but it was like the skylight's open that's how the Riddler got in. But the mayor is watching the news, and you hear that this is 
they're in the final days of a campaign re-election for him to try to win. He's like watching himself on TV. I think he's just kind of watching the re-election thing because it, it's turning out to like him and this other lady, which I cannot remember who the mayor's name is. Bella Rial. Rial. She is in a dead heat. Like they're super close to, you know, they don't know who's going to win. And he says on the phone, he talks to somebody, this phone ringing very loudly in here makes you mm, jump. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's like, I thought we were even. Like, the new polls said I was going to pull ahead. And you find out it's not going very well. Mm. So, and the whole time this shot is on the mayor. Like, the camera is looking at him directly. Yes. And when the mayor goes to answer the phone, you see the Riddler is behind him. Yes. He's so creepy. It is such a great shot. It is. And he's, like, got this, it's almost like a leather mask. Yeah, like a gimp. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, and then he's got like these clear eyeglasses, you know, like, like the, the frames. plastic frames. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, wow. I, it's I don't, a great review. It is. Like the outfit and everything just really got, really got me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic reveal. And so the mayor then comes back into the frame and covers up the Riddler like you can't see him anymore because the mayor's standing in front of him mm-hmm. so the mayor is like whatever I'm going to bed I can't watch this anymore and he turns it off and there's like a few moments of dead silence and then you hear like the Riddler is almost like like an animal when he when he moves he's just like yeah. and he like beats the mayor over the head and beats him to death with like I thought it was like a scraping tool at first that's what it looks like yeah we'll find out later what it is but right and then you just, all you hear, the silence is just him like, uh, yeah. And then he starts breaking out the duct tape. Yeah, kind of scary. It is. It's definitely, this movie was inspired, I read, by Seven. Oh, yeah, so that's right. So with Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. you know, the killer in that movie, his name is John Doe, Kevin Spacey, you know, who is a real life monster we now know. But he would do weird, like, kills and stuff like that with the Seven Deadly Sins. So the. There, and there's a scene later that really comes out like a direct rip reference to Seven. Wow. And then now we get one of my absolute favorite parts of the movie is this opening mm-hmm. where we get this this soundtrack to this movie is incredible. Like I, I love like the ones. The songs soundtrack? Just the music that's going along with the movie. Okay. Like I was listening to it and it's getting me pumped. <laughs> But it's like, bum, 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 bum. The previous Batman movies, like The Dark Knight and stuff, those weren't as like weren't as much like this. Like mm-hmm. bat, those Batmans were like, whoosh. Oh, I see. Like so, more light and well, it just difference. Musical? Difference. Like this. This is kind of like a march. Like you could march to it, or you know, okay. like it's like dong, 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 dong. So you get that kind of in the background, and you you hear Batman like this. The one of the first movies, if not the first, where Batman is narrating. Mm-hmm. You hear him his voice in his head, and he's this is where he says it. He's like, two years of nights have made me a nocturnal animal." Yeah, good thing you can't hear the voices in my head. <laughs> yeah, and it's and I'm screaming. surprised like his his wasn't like completely just god awful, like <laughs> super dark because he's been through a bunch of shit. Yeah, it would just be screaming in mine. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he starts to talk. He's been doing this for two years, and he's like, and now we've got a signal. And it shows Commissioner Gordon firing it up, and it goes into the sky, and he's like, and when that signal hits the sky, it's not a signal. It's a warning. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm getting chills. Like, it, it's amazing because it's like 
that's what Batman is. And I don't know if any movie other than, say, Batman Begins has captured it where he is fear. Like, he is the embodiment of fear to these people. Yeah, the shadows in the dark. Yeah, that's why he dresses like the Bat, is to scare these people. And he says, I can't be everywhere at once. But the shadows, he's like, they think I'm hiding in the shadows. He's like, but they're wrong. I am the shadows. Whoa. That's deep, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you see various shots of criminals. Like, you see a guy rob a convenience store. Mm -hmm. People, like, spray painting, I'm assuming, City Hall. I'm just like, wow, I'm glad I don't live in this town. No one should live here. No. That's a good thing is no one should live in Gotham. That, it's awful. They're just fucking crooks everywhere. Especially with like what's coming. You know, Batman Begins kind of had a theory about that where he's like, well, you're Batman and you dress up in a suit. So that means other people are going to want to be like you and dress up and be villains. Mm. So, but but yes, these people, they're going to fucking, if Mr. Freeze comes in or, or the Scarecrow, these people really got to get the hell out of Gotham. Mm-hmm. It's like the Harley Quinn show we're watching. Would you want to live in that town with Absolutely. all those people? <laughs> no, no, no. But the coolest thing about this is that you see these people's reactions to the dark. Like, they mm-hmm. see the signal. Like, the guy that robbed a convenience store, he's wearing, like, a Halloween mask. But he almost goes into the street to get away, and he sees the dark. Like in an alley. Yeah, and he's like, no. He's like, And he started even walking backward. Yeah, he's just kind of like, I don't think so. Yeah, and he gets hit by a car as he's walking backwards, and the cab driver or whatever says something. He's like, he's like, get out of the way, drophead. Yeah. Which drops is like a drug in the Batman universe. Yeah, like literally drops in your eyeball. Yeah, I wonder what that the, the effects of that would be. I, don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's like putting it under your tongue and it gets immediately into your system. Oh, I don't know. I, I should have looked it up if there's a real, like, if they tell you what that does, because I was curious. I'm like, huh, I wonder what that is. I don't know how that absorbs into your body, but anyway. But we do end up seeing some guys in a subway. They're, like, watching a, a video of what they call the knockout game. Yeah, some fucking scary dudes. Yeah, some people were saying they think they might be the Joker's henchmen. Okay, I can see that. But... If you notice, the the newest kid has only his half of his face painted. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing he has to knock someone out like twice or something. Something. So there's this guy on the train, you know, gets up to get off and they follow him. Yeah. Because he, he, the guy that's getting off is all like seeing the, this crowd. Yeah. And he's like, I got to get off. Yeah, he's pretty, they're pretty rowdy. So he's getting off the train. He walks off. He sees that they're following him and he takes off. Mm-hmm. But they, they run him down and are holding him, and they tell the guy with half of his face painted, they're like, do it. Like, knock his ass out. And he doesn't want to. Like, you can just yeah. tell he's just kind of like, oh, gosh, I'm wrapped up in this crowd. I don't want to be here. He's in Gotham. That's the only profession there is. I guess, I guess so. Like, you get out of high school, they're like, well, which gang do you want to be a part of? Do you want to join the Riddlers? you want to join Two-Face? <laughs> don't, you don't want to join the Joker's crew because he kills those guys for fun. Jeez. He thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, no. So yeah, he's not this this is scene is great and it's almost a direct reference to the Quentin Tarantino movie Inglorious Bastards. There's a scene where Brad Pitt is holding like a Nazi officer, they have him down on the ground and there's a character in there called that the Nazis called the Bear Jew. Hmm. And he's like <laughs> he's a big guy and he was like, "Donnie," and you hear him in this tunnel coming out of the tunnel and you just hear him walking. It's like and he has this bat, you can hear him kind of hitting the bat against the wall, but for several seconds, you see this tunnel, and you can just hear him walking out. Okay. So when I saw this, uh, it, the same exact thing happens here. 
they hear a noise and they turn around and they hear steps coming out of this tunnel. Wow. And it's it's Batman. It is. Like the reveal of him and his costume looks great. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. He, he, this poor guy needs some help. It's very funny to me because at the beginning, you know, the head of this gang is just like, you're like, who the hell are you supposed to be? And yeah. I'm like, you can, it's, it's obviously Batman. Yeah. Are you not from here? Like, I know. Do you not live in Gotham? <laughs> I know it's supposed to be Halloween, but I mean, like, look at this suit. Oh, I see. Okay. That, cause even the second time I'm just like, how can you not know who this is? But it could just be somebody dressed up. I guess so. Cause he says it right there where he's like, the streets are crowded even in the rain for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And that's why the little kid was dressed up as a ninja at the beginning. But yeah, it's like, it's obviously Batman, like. Yeah. Unless unless Batman is so famous that they have Batman costumes out in the stores now. <laughs> I mean, maybe not in the movie, but I don't know, but in real life, yes. Batman beats the shit out of this guy. Absolutely, yeah. Like he takes it too far, you know, he hits him and he gets him down and then while he's down he gives him a little one two, you know. I know. And he, he keeps giving his line where he's like, I'm vengeance. Yes. And they're I'm, great scenes. He's like, I'm vengeance. Yeah. Great scene where it shows the crew of guys, and then Batman slowly rises up into frame in front of him, and then he takes these dudes out too. Mm-hmm. He's got you see some of the gadgets that he's got. He has like a taser in his glove. He tasers this yeah. dude in the face. Someone pulls a gun and shoots him directly in the chest. But yeah, he, that's what I was wondering about. Like, what is he using? Because he gets shot like a million times and it never gets through the suit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course you think bulletproof vests, but even then, yeah, it hurts. There's like that. I've heard. I don't. I haven't, I haven't done it myself. Like when but, you were a cop, you got yeah, shot. <laughs> right, that one time. Shelley's yeah. retired. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like in Point Break, you know, where Keanu Reeves has a uh, bulletproof vest on and gets shot in the bank. Mm-hmm. It shows realistically he takes it off and he like can't breathe. He's like, <gasps> right. Um, but I guess he has made it out of some good material. Some metal, I'm guessing. Yeah, because later that in... kind of deflects it. <laughs> I guess, because later in that hallway, they're shooting him, like, directly with automatic weapons, and he's just mm-hmm. walking. But he takes all these guys out, and the, the kid with half of the paint on his face, you know, runs away. He Batman lets him go, and think he knows that this kid's going to be okay. Right. But the great part is the guy that he just saved is like, please don't hurt me. Yeah, he's scared of him. Yeah, he's fucking terrified because batman right now is just a, a vigilante oh man but i would just be like well i guess you don't know you know he's beaten up is he just here to beat people up yeah and this is a good cr- contrast because at the beginning of the movie you know I, he doesn't really come out and say it but he just wants to be terrifying to these people mm-hmm. he's vengeance on these people because of what happened to him right that's a good theme because we're gonna get into that later so we get a very cool shot of we're at the crime scene now of the mayor's house and mm-hmm. there's all these cops just lining the hallway and you don't know what they're looking at yet, but we're following Jim Gordon, Jeffrey Wright, who plays the great Jim Gordon. He, he's such oh, a great yes. role in this. I love him. Yeah, he's great on Westworld. Mm-hmm. But all these cops are just giving the camera a dirty look. They're like, yeah. what, the fuck, what the fuck are going on here? And then you see it's Batman. And I wish I could know. I wish I knew what this guy's name was. But there's a cop, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" whoa. He's like, "You're you're not coming in here." Mm-hmm. And Gordon's like, "No, no, he's he's here with me." Right. Yeah, that same cop <laughs> later. Yeah, we'll talk about him later. He's but... very fun. Very funny. Yes. Uh huh. So 
we get to see the outcome of what the Riddler has done to the commissioner now. He has duct taped his face. There's writing on the duct tape that says no more lies. Mm -hmm. You see like his left or right hand. I think it left. His hand is in a paper bag. He's got like a bag over it. And I think the cops did that, not the Riddler. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, probably. Just for evidence. Maybe so. Because they take it off. Mm -hmm. and, And you can see that. He's got a severed thumb. They cut his thumb because, yes, because um, Gordon is looking at his head, where his head wound is, and he sees all this blood, and he's like, all this blood from his head? And he's like, no, it's from his hand, and cut his thumb off. Mm-hmm. And Batman immediately is like, he was still alive when they cut it off. He's like, look at the finger, you can tell around the cut. Yeah, because that's how the, the blood kind of congeals. Wow. And, and this is a Batman we've never seen where they wanted to set out and make this Batman a very good detective. Yeah, super smart. Yes. And you never really see that. Like in The Dark Knight, he does some investigating. He recreates like a bullet to find out where it came from. But this, yeah, he's doing some investigating from get to point A to point B to point C. So, yeah, he just immediately is like he was still alive. <laughs> so the main thing is that they find a letter that was left to the Batman. Yes. And is it, Does this one say to the Batman? I can't remember. Most, some of them do. Yeah, this one says to the Batman for sure. So it, they open it up and it's like a greeting card. And I don't remember what the greeting card says, but in the in the thing, it they open up the card and it says, what does a liar do when he dies? And then the commissioner, Pete, I think is the guy's name, comes in and he's just mm-hmm. like, the fuck is Batman doing here? He's like, he can't be in here. He's a vigilante. And he's like, no, he's in he, – you know, he needs to be because this letter was addressed to him. He's involved. That's what he's like. Is he's involved in this? <laughs> and then Batman is just like, he lies still. And they're like, what? He goes, what does a liar do when he lies? Or what does a liar do when he dies? He lies still. Whoa. Like you get still. it? Still. Yeah. <laughs> Not still, but still. <laughs> they get one F word in this because the mayor's like, yeah, it's a mess. Happy fucking Halloween. Yeah. Well, there was a guy, the same guy that we're talking about, the cop that we didn't know his name. Yeah. But he calls um, Batman a goddamn freak. Oh, yeah. So they even got the GD word in there. I think they're okay with that in PG-13, but fuck, you only get the one. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> so the bad part about this is that they find out that the son, the mayor's son, was the one that found him because they see a blood, Ugh. a footprint of a tiny foot. A little footprint. And Batman, they're like, we got to get out of here. And Batman, as he's walking out, sees in the room the mother and the little kid sitting. Mm. And, you know, very similar. I, I read online some people were wondering if this kid was going to be Robin. Because Robin, mm. is his sidekick, has some similar. But he was like a cir- kid in the circus whose family was murdered by mafia guys. They can do whatever they want, though. That's true. I personally hope that there is no Robin. Yeah, I just, I don't think, I never liked Batman and Robin. Yeah. I don't even know if I would like a separate movie with just Robin. Yeah. You know, make him similar to Batman's age. They did that with Batman and uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. They brought Chris O'Donnell in. But I don't, I don't think it would work in the real world of a little kid. It would make Mm-mm. it a little weird. Like, Very. too silly, I think. Yes, exactly. But Batman has a little, like, PTSD. Yeah, he's seeing this kid, and he's like, well, this kid has been through what I was through. Mm-hmm. So we get a very great music cue from Nirvana's Something in the Way playing yeah. as Batman. He's 
you know, we get a shot of the commissioner talking to the press about what has happened, and they're going to find this dude, and Batman is not too far away. He's riding on a motorcycle, and he's got his helmet on, and that you would get the something in the way. Mm-hmm. Which I read the um, director, Matt Reeves, was listening to quite a bit when he was writing this movie. Oh, really? He said he wanted to make Bruce Wayne like Kurt Cobain. Kind of, He just imagined Bruce Wayne being this man, this superstar, living in like a... Fa- like a decaying mansion well that makes sense with the hair then i guess his hair in this is not great because kurt cobain always had kind of his hair and his face and it was kind of greasy i guess so but kurt cobain's hair was kind of i remember it being kind of straighter but yeah kind of curlier ish yeah yeah this you can like when they dye hair you can just tell it's super dyed oh absolutely and he's blonde which i don't know why you can't have a a blonde bruce wayne it makes sense it just it would look more natural, and I wouldn't notice it more, I don't think. Hmm. Because when I look at this, the first thing that pops out to me is, they dyed his hair black for this. Well, yeah. But as he, so Batman, you know, he it's becoming daylight, so he's getting out of here. And he's driving off, and he gets more narration where he's saying, like, he doesn't think he's making a difference. He's like, the city is eating itself alive, and he doesn't think he's making an impact. Mm-hmm. And I really like this part where he journals. Yeah, he gets back to the Wayne Tower, which he takes to a, a hidden subway train or rail or whatever. And he comes underneath to the very shoddily at this point put together Batcave. There's mm-hmm. not much here. But yeah, he's writing everything down of what he did. Yeah, I just thought, well, and I mean, with as much shit as he goes through, he's got to kind of think of his mental well-being yeah and journaling is just a great way to you know get all that out (laughs) (laughs) he's doing it for himself me advocating mental wellness oh absolutely (laughs) um one thing that's very cool in here that we've never seen before is that he takes out like a lens and it's a camera he has like a, a contact lens yeah which in comics and stuff they've always said that like the eye in the bat suit is like a recorder or a lens but mm-hmm. it's actually that didn't really work very well i don't think in previous batman costumes yeah and when you see him take it out it kind of makes sense like if you think back of when he was in um the mayor's house mm-hmm. he was looking like at everything and yeah. making sure that he is his eyes trained on that because even behind him then the like photographers or I don't know what they're called. Yeah, I but know. they were photographing the scene would just be like following him around. Yeah, there's a great scene. He walks up to like a spatter of blood on the ground, mm-hmm. and then the the I think like photographer or whatever comes over and takes a picture. Yeah, it was like where the tool that killed the mayor was. Yeah, you could kind of see the flat end of it, and then somebody's like, "Oh shit, we didn't even notice that." But so that that just kind of tied everything. It's like, oh, that's why he was kind of looking around. And, yeah, Because I thought it was kind of weird how he was looking. But then when you see the contact lens, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. And I thought, in, I wrote here in the second movie, I hope maybe the Batcave is a little more set up. Like it's... Yeah. He's just got like a few computers. Very interesting thing here where Alfred comes down first, who's played by Andy Serkis. We mm-hmm. did Gollum and Lord of the Rings, of course. Awesome. He asks if he heard that the mayor had died, and then he sees the screen and realizes that he was there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, God. But one thing that's cool is that Batman, he looks at the cipher that the Riddler left for him. He flips it on the screen and prints it out on a little computer from the camera that he had in his eye. That's cool. Yeah, so he's, like, doing the cipher. 
That's some technology right there. Yeah. And I, he also was kind of had the news up and they were comparing the murder of this mayor to the murder of Batman's. The Waynes. I think they even said it happened a year ago or something like that. So, I mean, we still kind of get that we don't get to see them be murdered, but we still kind of. We know. Get it. Yeah, thankfully. So Alfred here is trying to get Batman. He he's telling him he's like, dude, the the board of the Waynes of Wayne Enterprises are coming here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, why here? He's like, because I could never get you to go to them. <laughs> I guess talking about investment, you know, and if Batman just keeps going out doing Batman things, he's just losing money. Yeah, and Bruce says that he's like, I don't care, and he's like, but your family's legacy, and he's like, mm. my work is my family's legacy. Yeah, but you, you don't make money off of it. <laughs> yeah, you're spending money <laughs> on it. But this is an interesting take, is because like he doesn't care about being Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. He and we don't see Robert Pattinson's face very much. He's in the suit most of the time. So I think in the second movie he's gonna be Bruce Wayne quite a bit more, maybe, or there'll be equal amounts. Okay. It'll be interesting to see. So we get a shot of, of Bruce Wayne like walking into the kitchen area of the tower and his back is just bruised and scratched and torn up. And mm-hmm. I did like how they made that realistic. Yeah. Because if he had like perfect skin and it wasn't <laughs> scarred or anything, I'd be like, come on. Well, he, when he's doing his spray paint thing later, his back is completely healed. So I was like, okay. Oh, I didn't notice yeah. that. Oh, good one. And at this point, at some point here, you know, Bruce tells Alfred he's not his father. Yeah. He keeps reminding him of that for some terrible reason. Yeah. Um, and, it, and Alfred's like, I'm well aware of that. Yeah. And then I put, ouch. <laughs> I'm just like, that hurt. Oh, that one got me. <laughs> I figured I would just be here helping, but. Oh, it cut deep. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you're the killer because that cut deep. If you haven't watched our Scream episode, you should go watch that. So Bruce comes into like this kitchen area and he sees that Alfred's working on the cipher. And he's getting to work on it. And Batman's like, well, how do you know how to do that? Or how did you figure this out? And Alfred makes a mention. He's like, well, in my days in the circus. So... Is he Robin? No. I'm <laughs> yeah. So that is a reference, I think, to Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, this book I've got somewhere up there. Holy shit. But it's about British um, secret service guys. And MI6, they refer to it as the circus. So I think Alfred was referencing the fact that he used to be a British secret service agent. Holy shit. They've played with that in the comic books where Alfred used to be kind of a tough dude. I think in the animated series, he was like a medic or something in the in the army or what. But okay. yeah, he's like, my days in the circus, I picked up a few tricks or whatever. And, and very funnily, uh, Bruce Wayne puts like dark sunglasses on because he can't take the light. Right, he's yeah. Like, he, he talked about how he's nocturnal and um, I can only imagine that that would kind of fuck with your, your eyes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I have astigmatism and any little bit of light and I'm just like, ouch. Really? See, I can't really, I have bad night vision. Like, if mm. I drive at night, my, my vision is impaired more. So if I'm Batman, I'd be like, I'm fucked, I can't see shit. <laughs> you just find something to fix your eyes. I would really have to be like a bat and have like an echo, like a radar thing. Like, boom, boom. <laughs> but like, oh, I'm Batman, but my wife's going to have to drive me at night. 
That's what my dad has to do. My mom drives at night because he just can't see very well at night. If I can wear a costume, maybe be called Batgirl. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. I'm I'm Batman and this is my wife Shelly, but uh, I'm not Scott. <laughs> my identity is still secret. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's funny. So they break the cipher and it's just one word where it just says drive. And so they realize, oh, yeah. they're like, oh. I was like, wait, drive where? Yeah. I remember. Showed up and drive. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, drive, the movie with Ryan Gosling, that's amazing. Hmm? But uh, he's like, he wants us to watch a movie. <laughs> it just, and he doesn't solve anything because he's just like, well, I watched it. I didn't find any clues in there. What does he want? <laughs> the Riddler's like, well, where the fuck is he? <laughs> so I thought Batman was smart. <laughs> yeah. So they go to the mayor. I guess all these cars are the mayor's personal collection because there's a yeah. shit ton of them. He has like a like a fucking garage, not not like a single garage. Yeah, like a, a garage you would park several cars in. Like yeah, like a normal I, like the, a normal parking garage. Yeah, parking garage. Yeah, it's like one that you would go to if you're going to like a big event or the one we've got downtown. But it's like he owns that whole thing. Exactly. You couldn't see it, but I had my hands outstretched. <laughs> you were stretching very wide. I was. Trying to figure out if Scott would say what I'm. It's a big to think. place, the place where you put cars. <laughs> you, what's another word for stopping them? <laughs> a parking lot. So, um, well, I think Gordon says something there because it's Batman and Gordon, and he's like, "Oh, it must must be nice to have been the mayor." And right. they're walking, and they happen to see a car that has the cutters that he used to cut the thumb off, mm-hmm. like, stabbed in the tire of one of the cars. Yeah. It's like shears. Yeah, gosh, yeah. So Batman gets in. He's looking around. And, and Gordon keeps calling him man in this. So it's funny. Like, at the beginning, he's like, we really got to get out of here, man. <laughs> I love his voice. It's very soothing, mm, yeah. Just love it. And, like, Westworld. He's so good in Westworld. His voice is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about dreams and memories. Yeah. But I want him to read a book. I don't even care which book, and I just want to listen to it. I bet he might have. I bet you could find something there. Oh, man. I should look that up. (laughs) Just imagine him being like, today I'm going to read a book on fucking. (laughs) Oh, no. Not that. Well, I said I wanted to read it. (laughs) The penis was large. It was so engorged. Not that. (laughs) No, thanks. I mean, just like. Non-sexual <laughs> voice. I'm Jeffrey Wright, and this has been fucking in the 20th century. So they Batman's looking in the car, and he's like, what are you looking for, man? <laughs> and he's like a thumb drive. Or no, he's like flash drive. Right. And he opens up the center console, and he pulls it out, and it's like a flash drive, and he goes, thumb drive. Ew. It's got the mayor's thumb yes. on the bottom of it. So nice. that's a funny kind of dark joke. It is. Thumb drive. Now you know why he cut the thumb off. Yeah. So Gordon kind of stupidly here takes this thumb drive they found and I guess plugs it into his own personal computer. Yes. Because <laughs> all these photos pill up of the mayor coming out of the nightclub that the penguin owns. Mm-hmm. That is the Iceberg Lounge, which is the name of the lounge in the comics. But then it automatically just sends out all of the photos that they're looking at, it's the mayor walking out of the club with, like, this lady. Mm-hmm. He's got his arm around her. Looks like it might be a prostitute. I, I'm assuming, saying. I don't know. Some lady that works at the club, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it automatically sends all these photos out to the press. And Gordon's like, shit, it's sending it out for my personal account. <laughs> <laughs> like, I imagine the 
they would have like person like different computers that would be equipped to not I don't know have that happen. I'm assuming he uses his computer later when Batman talks to the Riddler. Yeah, but it, I mean, it seems like the the only up to date technology is Batman has it all. Yeah. So everybody else is fucked. <laughs> Gordon is just like, I need another computer. This is the fifteenth one that's gotten a virus. <laughs> I found a USB on the ground and plugged it in, and now <laughs> the FBI are coming for me. <laughs> well, Batman uh, comes to the Iceberg Lounge. He opens it up, and some guy, he tells Batman that he's like, you ain't getting in this club. Mm-hmm. And there's another guy that comes in, which is like his identical twin. Right. Which I think this may be a reference. There's two characters. I don't know if they worked with the Penguin, but that's Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Oh. I don't know if it's like a sly reference to them. But he's like, you're not getting in this club. He's like, you're going to have a lot of blood on you. And he's like, mine or yours. Yeah. And you see the door shut and then Batman like, or no, he knocks these guys out real quick and then goes into the club. Right. And he gets, he gets pretty far before people start stopping him. Yeah. He starts fighting these people. Um, Again, it's hard to describe a fight. I think one guy like hits him with a bat. And he gets the bat from him, and he, like, starts beating people with it. Mm-hmm. He has this very cool retractable, like, in his arm, like, the grappling hook that he uses, yeah. like, retracts back in, which is kind of similar to what um, I read online that they were taking inspiration from Taxi Driver. There's a thing where he takes the thing out of, like, a drawer and puts it, just, like, the slidey part. Okay. And he puts it so he can put a gun on it, and when he has a long thing, yeah. So that's kind of what they did there. But I thought it was very cool the way they did it. Like his grappling hook comes out. I don't know if he shoots it through a dude's leg or just his pants leg, but he shoots it, goes through the guy's pants leg, and he pulls him down. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it went into the leg because he was all like, ah. Oof, Damn, that's going to hurt. And then that guy dies of infection, and Batman's like, shit, yeah. I'm a killer. <laughs> like, ah, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Uh, I've become what I've hated. That's an accident. <laughs> so the Penguin. We get Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Not looking at yes. all like Colin Farrell. Not at all. We can link that too of this. I don't know if you the shared it, but his ma- mm-hmm. makeup, yeah, yeah, remind me of that. Sure, um, doing his best Robert De Niro impression, which I thought he looked like Robert De Niro in The Untouchables, and I guess maybe that's what they're going for because he plays Al Capone in that. But he he's doing kind of like a Brooklyn accent, almost New York, because he's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, sweetheart. And he's like, you everything they say you are. And, and so he he's like, my name's Oz, which Oswald Cobblepot. Mm. So they go back into his office. They're talking and he's showing him these photos. And he's just like, who's this lady? And he's like, I don't know. He's not, <laughs> I don't know. Hey. I mean, you're so good at that. <laughs> so now Catwoman, played by Zoe Kravitz, the daughter of, look, of uh, Lenny Kravitz, comes mm-hmm. in. And she delivers like. These drugs, you see drugs, she, Penguin gives her all these drugs, like the, they look like acid tabs, like you said, but they're like the drops. Right. And then she gives him a shit ton of money, and Batman kind of lets that go, but Penguin's like, I don't know who this girl is, you know, a lot of people come here, and Batman throws him up against some glass, like, yeah. tosses him and breaks, shatters the glass a little bit, like cracks it. Roughs him up a bit. Because it's a very funny moment because he was like, He's like, did you know the mayor? And then the penguin goes, oh, shit, is that the mayor? Who Look who it is. Like, he's playing dumb. <laughs> so Batman kind of sees the Catwoman's eye on him, like, across the way. Mm-hmm. So he's like, because oh. she recognized who the girl in the photo was. Exactly. 
So it shows Catwoman. She gets a cab and goes home. And then you see the motorcycle light up that Bruce gets around on, and he's driving after her. He's following her. Mm-hmm. And while she's in the cab, you get some backstory where she's talking to the lady in the photo. You, well, you don't know yes. it, but she's like, she's like, what's wrong? You can hear that something's wrong with this lady. She's like, it's going to be okay. She's like, I'm coming. I'll be, I'll be home in just a minute. And we get to her apartment, and Batman is like across the way on the roof looking through the glasses looking through binoculars kind of similar yeah. to what the riddler was doing yeah, now earlier. he's being creepy <laughs> yeah he's not heavy breathing though no <laughs> um you kind of get an idea of like this lady is the lady that was in the photo with the mayor like all of her pictures are on the news now mm-hmm. and i guess i didn't pick it up until the second time but it's like now everybody knows that you know she's they're gonna come for her right they're coming and she's crying her eyes out and you know Catwoman is like comforting her and then Catwoman, you see all, it's funny, you see all these cats, like, in the apartment walking around and stuff. Mm-hmm. But she goes into her room, she changes into, like, this black outfit and gets all these tools in a bag. And then she just jumps down the fire escape, like, yeah. very coolly. <laughs> like, she's done it a million times. Yeah, I'm sure she has. So we do cut back to the mayor's house, and we see Catwoman jump down very acrobatically and, again, slowly. And she finds that there's a safe behind a picture. And she breaks out all of her tools and gets into this safe very, very coolly. She has yeah. like a little eyepiece that she puts up and sees so she can break the lock. She's, she's a professional uh, lock picker. Yeah. And then you see him actually coming down from the window. You see his little grappling hook go back into his arm. And he's like, <laughs> you're pretty good at that. <laughs> I was like, wow, he came down very slowly. And she was all like, what the hell? Yeah, so they fight for a bit. Batman, like, quiets her. He puts his hand over her mouth because, like, there's a cop coming in to investigate what all this noise was. Mm-hmm. And so they talk now. They realize that, you know, they're he's not trying to bust her for breaking in. Right. But he's like, why are you here? And, yeah, she's like, I was getting a pa- the She's like, I got Annika's passport. The mayor took it from her. Yeah, and Annika is it. that lady that um, the mayor was with. I don't think we said her name earlier. Yeah, that that is her name. She is Annika. I think she and Catwoman might have a relationship. Yeah, it they, seems they like it. Kind of imply that. So she's like, the mayor was keeping her from leaving, and that's why I broke in to get her passport from her. Mm-hmm. And Batman's like, yeah, she did seem very upset at your place. Yeah. So she's she's like, like, oh, great. Fuck. Now Batman's got, stalking me. Got another creep looking at me. Lovely. So he's like, wants, he just wants to talk to her. They rush back to her apartment, and the door's been broken in. Yeah, and it's ransacked. I mean, yeah, she's she's calling for Annika, trying to find her. Very odd that Batman finds, like, her bills. He sees her bills on the table and, like, picks it up and looks at it and sees, yeah. like, a bunch of past due notices. <laughs> Mind your own business, dude. Yeah, it's like, poor people. Ew, ew. <laughs> what is final notice? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> they give notices? I just pay it on time. Every day of the month, you don't have millions? I pay a year in advance. I don't have any problems. Yeah, so the news automatically comes on here, showing something they would never show on TV. Absolutely, right? (laughs) They're like, the Riddler, this man calling himself the Riddler, has left a message, and we have to warn you, it's kind of graphic. Yeah, you know, this video that we're about to show you is just a tiny bit graphic, just a little terrifying, that's all. Yeah, so it shows the Riddler, he gives some information, and he's, he has the commissioner, Pete, the guy at the beginning, he has him in, like, this rat trap around his head. Mm-hmm. It looks a little, like, like Saul. Saul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
I noticed that when he when the Riddler is talking here, the video has subtitles, and I wondered if they were worried that no one would be able to understand the Riddler if they didn't put subtitles on this video that he released. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I could understand it, but I could see how he's speaking through a mask that it may not be as clear. Um, yeah. But the, the Pete guy does have duct tape on his mouth that says no more lies. Again, yeah, that's the motif from the Riddler here. Mm-hmm. So Catwoman is like, hey... I recognize that guy. I've seen him at 44 below. Yeah. Batman's like, where's that? She's, what? <laughs> she's like, it's at the Iceberg Lounge. It's the club within the club. Yeah. Like, top secret club. Yeah. And then Batman's like, you have a lot of cats. And she's like, I have a thing about taking in strays. Mm-hmm. And she's drinking milk. That fridge was open so long. They come it home was. and the fridge door is open. Yeah. How long has it been open? I mean, that milk's probably spoiled. <laughs> yeah, I guess or so. Or warm. It's like, Catwoman, can you help me? She's like, actually, no, I'm on the I'm on the shitter today. <laughs> <laughs> I got food poisoning from that milk I drank. <laughs> so we cut down to the morgue. Uh, Commissioner Gordon has been show is showing Batman the mayor's dead body. Mm-hmm. And they said that you know the mayor liked to work out at the gym early. You know, there's yeah. nobody there. And the Riddler, you know, waited for him and got him. And I don't know if you notice, but this morgue is dirty. Oh, really? Like, it is dirty. I think that's what they were trying to go for. Like, the this city just being completely dirty and yeah. nasty. And, I, I mean, that kind of does go with everything else. Everything else does look dirty. Yeah. But I was just like, this is a morgue. It's supposed to be clean. You would think, yeah. So, um, Gordon was like, he injected him with rat poison. Ugh. And then they have, he's like, we found this on his head, and it's like the big maze. And Batman, very detective-like, goes, it's a maze. (laughs) He's like, yeah, no shit. What? It is? But he does find a clue. Yeah, he finds another, like, cipher words in the, he brings out, like, a black light, and he finds, like, letters throughout the maze, and then he finds all the other, like, fluids that are all over this (laughs) dirty-ass morgue. Yeah. He's like, it's a cipher. You really need to uh, clean up here. <laughs> Did clean up. I can't do anything with this now. I don't know what this splotch is right here, but uh, that's fluid. That's body fluid. <laughs> that's not from this. Thank God I have my bat suit on. <laughs> but one thing the Riddler did is that for the commissioner, he released a bunch of photos to the press of the commissioner doing drug drops. Ooh. He was doing drug. The eye dropper thing. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Like, showed him like taking money or something from a criminal. And Gordon is like, he kills you and then he kills your career. Yikes. And he was like, but but that doesn't make sense because the whole thing that they keep talking about is that the police had like this historic drug bust. They took down Salvatore mm-hmm. Moroni, this this crazy drug guy or, you know, crime guy at the beginning. They took him down. It was the biggest bust in Gotham City history. Yeah, it was to clean it up. Clean, clean up. the streets. Yeah. Batman is looking at this maze and he sees there's another card for Batman here. And the writing on this is like, follow the maze until you find the rat. And bring him into the light. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny, too, because that cop that ha- hates Batman comes down the morgue steps right there. And he's like, hey, hey, hey they're coming. And Gordon's like, we got to get out of here. Yeah, that was that was kind of nice. It, I like their relationship. We never really had a good relationship with Gordon and Batman, mm-hmm. except for like the Dark Knight. He and Gordon work pretty well together. But I like this. He, Gordon's really pulling for him. Like everyone doesn't like Batman, but Gordon likes him. Yeah, he's all like, hey. I get what he's doing. So now Batman and Selina are in this burned out like apartment and they're 
gearing up so she can go into the into the club to get some information. Mm-hmm. He gives her like a contact, you know, the, one of the other contacts and an earpiece. Yeah, and she legitimately is like, "Are you sure nobody's going to see this?" Because I mean, yeah. I'm sure she would get really hurt. Yeah, she's like, "It's my ass on the line, and you don't give a shit." He doesn't mm-hmm. say a word to her. Yeah, she and I think she even says, "Why do I feel like a fish on a hook here?" Yeah, and he's just like, eh. but then he does pull her close real quick, and he like, you think he's being gentle with her, mm-hmm. but then he's like. Yeah, the contact looks good. She's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he doesn't give a shit. Because <laughs> she's even like, at first, like, hey. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm all business. So Selena's in the club. She's working. And every time she looks at a person, Batman's computer is analyzing and it shows their name. So mm-hmm. Batman sees one of the guys that he kicked the shit out of the other night as a cop. He's like, oh, his name's Kinsey. Yeah. So... Selena gets into the club below, into 44 below. She says she's with hospitality, so she's walking down there, and she's seeing, like, all these people, and Batman makes a joke or something. He was like, oh, these people don't want to look you in the eye because I guess they don't want to give away who they are. Oh, like, maybe. Because the, the thing about this club, they say, is, is, like, this is where all the mafia and the higher people of Gotham go to. Because mm-hmm. she walks by a table, and it analyzes it, and Batman's like, wait. Wait, go back. Look at that guy. He's like, I need more time to see who he was. And she's like, I don't want to. Yeah. So she looks at him for a long time and he realizes that it's the district attorney, Gil Coulson. Yeah. Played by Peter Skarsgård, which is funny. His wife, Maggie Gyllenhaal, played Batman's girlfriend in The Dark Knight. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they have a, both have a connection to Batman. Yeah. The DA is like, this woman was looking at me. I'm going to go invite her over. Mm-hmm. And she's like, son of a bitch. Well, she's very pretty. So she's wearing like a, a wig at this point, like a red wig. Yeah. If she was eyeing me, I'd be like, come on over here. Hey, hey. I'm doing drugs. You want to come over here? <laughs> he even offers her some drugs. Yeah. He's like, you want? She's like, you know what? You go ahead and enjoy. Yeah. And Batman in her ear is like, he's wasted. And he, uh, the DA says something like, with that Riddler freak out there, you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. And Batman's like, he's wasted. She says, no shit. Yeah. So they both think that she's responding to them. Yeah. So Batman sees her look at all the people, and he's like, this is half the DA's office. Mm-hmm. And he's wasted as shit, so he starts talking to her about, like, oh, you know, the Riddler's out there and all these people, and yep. everyone's worried that they're going to be next. And there's another girl there, and she's like, this is the kind of pillow talk that, you know, got the Russian girl disappeared. Yeah, before that, real quick, though, he says something about, like, oh, you know, they think there's a rat in the somewhere and she's like, he goes, ask her more about that. And he's like, what, what do you know about the rat? And he's like, oh, a long time ago, this guy gave up all of the drug operations of the former mob boss, Maroney. Yeah. And that's when the lady's like, you know what? I, we shouldn't be talking about this. Yes. She's like, that's how that Russian girl from here ended up dead. Exactly. And she's like, how do you know about that? Yeah, that's when, you know, Catwoman is all like, now what? I'm more interested in that than this Batman thing. Yeah, because that lady leaves the table. And I think she's a waitress there. Mm -hmm. She's just sitting there. But yeah, she gets up and leaves and and Catwoman follows her. And Batman's like, no, stay there. Stay at the fucking table. (laughs) Don't leave. And she's just like, "What? how do you know about that lady? And and the other waitress is like, we shouldn't be talking about this. And and this is where the penguin breaks it up. Yeah. He's like, hey, 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 what's going on here? Hey, And this is where you see... Carmine Falcone. Oh, yeah. Like, the other biggest mob boss in Gotham is there, too. Which I think he's a great actor. John Turturro, yes. Mm -hmm. 
So John Turturro in this movie is wearing like sunglasses the whole time. Mm-hmm. And when I saw this movie, he looks like his character in Rounders. Oh, yeah. yeah he's. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that character that he played in Rounders, like Bobby Kanish or whatever. I was like, oh, he got old and became a mob boss now. I don't. I feel like he has the same style with every character. Yeah, you playing. remember in, he's Mr. Deeds. He's the the waiter in Mr. Deeds. Like, mm-hmm. Let me touch your feet. Yes. <laughs> but in this, he's just like, hey, what's going on here? And I, being a huge Batman fan, I should have caught it, but I didn't. But basically, it's Salvatore Moroni was the guy that went away. Carmine Falcone is the guy that's now here. Mm-hmm. So when he came in, I'm like, I thought he went to prison. I'm like, no. No, it's not Maroni. It's Falcone. Yikes. <laughs> but he was like, he, he's very odd, very weird to Selena. He's like, what's going on here, girl? You doing okay? Yeah, he like touches her face. They kind of yeah. have a, a nice moment. And I think even Batman was getting a little jealous. Like, <laughs> well, he's like, how do you know Mar- How do you know Falcone? Yeah. And he was like, I don't. And he's like, he seems like you know him pretty well. And then she's like, Fuck you, fuck this, and she takes the thing out of her eye, and he's like, "No, no, goddamn it!" Yep. So now we see Selena leaving the club. She's trying to get a taxi, and fucking the DA Gil Colson comes out all wasted, and he's like, <laughs> "You need a ride? My car's right over here." Hey, pretty lady, wanna get in my car? I imagine it would be me trying to hit on a woman. That's how bad it looked like because I was not, I'm not, I wasn't good as a as a younger man. Be like. I have my car over here. Do you need a ride? <laughs> Please get in the car. Did you just shit yourself? No. <laughs> you just want a ride. <laughs> but thankfully, Catwoman does find a cab and she gets out. So the DA goes to his car mm-hmm. and he's getting in and, and he notices the headrest is like of his seat is sitting in the seat next to yeah. him. Yeah. Even at first I was like, what? That's weird. Yeah, so he turns around and the Riddler's behind him and he like knocks him out. Yikes. Yeah, that was scary. So you see the Riddler put on this collar around him. You don't know what's going on, but he's mm-hmm. like, shh, 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 So he locks it and you see like these lights go on, like this red to uh, blue light. I'm like, great, more Saul shit. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. <laughs> I think he was uh, an influence for this. Oh, it must have been. I like scary movies, but I do not care for Saul because it's just too intense yeah. and too bloody and yeah. gory. I just can't They go over the it. top, yeah. yeah. So we see Gordon standing there. He turns the bat signal off, and Batman is just there. And he was like, what do you know about the Mar- the Maroney case? Mm-hmm. And he was like, it was the biggest drug oper- drug bust in Gotham history. And he was like, was there an informant in that case? And he's like, yeah, there was an informant that helped drop help get the drops and stuff of the case Mm, the rat the rat yeah because i think doesn't the riddler give a clue like the clue in the maze or something that says like el rata alata Mm -hmm. that's right yeah i think um alfred figures that out later that's right he comes in and he's like he's like well his spanish isn't very good but he says el rata alata Mm -hmm. he's like rat with wings stool pigeon an informant uh, Batman's talking to Gordon, and he's like, the Riddler is targeting people that were close to the case. Yeah. And, and Gordon's like, well, I was involved with that case. Right. And he's like, he's not after you. He's like, well, why? He's like, because you're not dirty. Yeah, thank goodness. So, yes, now we see Batman in his cave. He's all dressed up. got, like, suit and a coat on. I, he, and Alfred is elated. He's like, oh, you're going out today. And he's like, yeah, it's the memorial for the mayor. I'm going yeah. out. He's like, the killer could be there. He like, usually they like to see their own handiwork Mm -hmm. and 
that's when Alfred is like, oh, I solved it. It's terrible Spanish, but rat with wings. And they have a nice moment here, too, where Alfred is like, hey, where's your cufflinks? Yeah. And he's like, I don't have any. And he's like, nope, you need them. Yep. And, and he, he gave him cufflinks that his parents gave him. Patman's parents. Yes. He's like, your father gave these to me. Mm-hmm. So... Batman's driving to the memorial. He sees people with, like, the question mark signs and stuff. And they're like, no more blood. Yeek. And so he gets out, gets out of his car. The the parking guy takes it. And he looks over and he sees Carmine Falcone and the penguin getting yes. out. Yes. With a very sultry lady. And he's like, oh, God, it's it's the Catwoman. Right. She's She's got to have a relationship. She's, like, in love with Falcone or something. It's, working for him. Yeah. Like, he, you could tell that he was just like, oh my gosh, what is she doing here? Yeah, so he runs up to them very quickly, and, and the Penguin's guys are like, no, no, hey, 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 mm-hmm. what are you doing? Too close, too close. Yeah. You're Fal- in the bubble. <laughs> uh, what was it, 10 feet away, or, or 6 feet, whatever it was for COVID. <laughs> yeah, 6. <laughs> Falcone is like, hey, don't you know who this is? This is Prince of Gotham. And he was like, you know, I was shot when I was younger, and mm-hmm. shot in the chest, and I couldn't go to the hospital, so I went to your father. And he operated on me right at the table. And he's like, and I saw you looking down from the stairs, looking at me. He's like, your father was a good man. And he and Batman, he's kind of throwing it in his face. Bruce is like, he took the Hippocratic Oath. He had to. Oh, yeah. And he's like, Hippocratic Oath. That's funny. Like, yeah. hypocrite? No, yeah. But, I mean, I think Batman was just kind of like, he would have helped you no matter what. Yeah. Whoever you are, he would have helped. But Falcone's laughing because it sounds like hypocrite, which mm-hmm. he knows later we'll find out. But Right. So they're at the memorial, and Bruce overhears some guy that he beat up, one of the guys at the club, I think. He overhears him saying, like, the mayor wasn't a good dude, like, he never helped any of the lower class people. Mm. And this guy's like, don't I know you? <laughs> nope. And the cop that hates Batman is talking to... Gordon. That's right. And they're like, Colston's gone missing. Like, we don't know where he is. We think it's happened again. And then the cop is like, hey, it's Bruce Wayne. Hey, Bruce. Hi. He's like starstruck. My best friend. It's so funny. Yeah. I'm like, you have no idea. <laughs> so we see the mayor, currently, or the lady who's running for mayor, is talking to Bruce and she's like, your family did a lot for this city. And mm-hmm. as far as I know, you're not doing anything. And I think we need to change that. You could really help this city. And yeah. he trying to get some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Bruce looks and he sees the little boy again, the mayor's yeah. kid. And the mayor, the lady running for mayor is like, it's terrible. I have to pay my respects for the family, but please don't go. We need to talk. Yeah. Outside, we hear screaming, like he, screaming and crashing. And Bruce is like looking towards the door, like, what the hell is going to happen? And this car like comes crashing through. Yes. And Bruce runs as fast as he can and gets the boy out of the way right before the car crashes right into it. Right before. Yeah. Like, and it comes right down the middle of the aisle of everybody mm-hmm. and really fucks things up. So as people are getting going crazy, like getting out of the place, Bruce notices on the second story of this place, there is a guy down looking down mm-hmm. on him and it's can't really make out who it is. But the driver of the vehicle gets out and it is Gil Coulson, the yeah, DA. Yeah. And he's got like blood all over his face. And I think he has duct tape that says no more lies again on it, mm-hmm. I think. And he has this saw-like contraption around his neck yeah. with a phone taped to his hand. Yeah, like duct taped. And people are like, it's a bomb! Yeah. Ah. So everybody runs. The phone is ringing, and it cuts. It's like 
nighttime and it shows a bomb disposal unit like a little robots going in there trying to see if they can't like yeah dispose this or get this bomb deactivated oh doesn't he i think he opens up his shirt or something and taped to the front says to the batman yes he's got a note yeah mm-hmm. the guys are from the police looking at the camera about the bomb and then batman walks out of the shadows again very slowly yeah and he opens up there. Yes, Batman comes up and he sees the card that says the Batman and it's another greeting card that he opens up and it says, like, I've been trying to reach you or something. Yeah, I'm just a phone call away. Right. Yeah. So he answers the phone. And was the Riddler just sitting there the whole time waiting for this phone to be answered? Because <laughs> I'd like, be pissed if I was the Riddler. Like, God damn it. When this phone's going to fucking <laughs> just... just blew his head off. <laughs> <laughs> So the Riddler, he goes off about, like, the scum of the city and, you know, oh, the the cesspool we call a city. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, well, you're not too far away yeah, from he that. Was like, it is dirty. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, if we answer three questions, three riddles, I will let you go. So the he asks him the first one. He's like, he's like, when I'm blind, I get. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't write the riddles down, but basically he was like, what is the prize for or for justice is the answer batman immediately gets it he's like justice and he's like good good and he's doing these weird laughs he's like good 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 very creepy but he's he does another riddle and the answer is bribes batman's like the answer is bribes he wants to know how much you got paid to not prosecute and he's like i just got prosecute i got paid like ten thousand a month in order to not prosecute certain cases oh i thought he was like how much would you take like, how much of a bribe would you take? Well, I think he was asking how much was it for you to be paid off. And oh, he's like, I okay. just, I got paid 10000 a month. Okay. And then the third one is asking, like, who is the rat? And mm-hmm. he's like, he wants to know who the rat in the Maroney case was. And the and Gil Colson's like, he, he wants to know who that is? He's like, I, I can't. And he's like, I'm, I'm dead. I'm dead no yeah, matter what. Right. And, and he's like, I have a family to protect. Yeah, he's like, you don't understand. They'll kill them, too, if I say who it is. Mm-hmm. And then Batman just doesn't look at the timer that's on this clock, and this bomb goes off right in his face. Yeah! <laughs> I was a little shocked, because Batman's like 10 inches from his face. Yeah. It blows up, and then he doesn't have any burns or anything on his face. Yeah, you'd think he would have like a black thing on his mouth, where his <laughs> mouth was exposed. Black ring around yeah. his mouth. <laughs> I'm not Batman. <laughs> I would just imagine some... Yeah, at least the exposed skin. Yeah. Anyway. So he wakes up, and he's in, like, this interrogation room in the police department. These police are trying to take his mask off. Yeah. And he immediately wakes up and, like, pins one guy to the wall because he's, like, not going to fucking take my mask mm-hmm. off. So Gordon, like, calming him down. He's like, whoa, 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 hey, 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 whoa. And I think the head of the police or a new commissioner comes in and he's basically telling Batman, like, you're in a lot of fucking trouble. He's like, you interfered in an investigation and got the DA murdered. Yeah. And so, and Batman was like, how do I know that you're not in on it? He's Mm -hmm. like, everybody could be in on it. He was, because he says, Coulson was worried about someone. How do I know it wasn't you? Yeah, there's so many corrupt cops who, I mean, sure, trust Gordon, but who else? Yeah. And the guy's like, you've got a lot of nerve saying that to me. So Gordon's like, look, 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 I will handle this. He's like, just give me a minute. We'll handle it. We'll, I'll talk him down from being so violent. This is my favorite part. I yeah. I have to say it. Yeah. It's so funny. Because <laughs> all the cops, they're like, give him two minutes or whatever. And before that, Batman sees one of the, the cop, Kinsey, that he beat the shit out of in the lounge, like standing in the cops. And he's like, first off, Gordon's like, all right, I'll handle it. I'll handle it. We got to get. 
Yeah. <laughs> he like pushes on his chest. He's like, we got to get you out of here. Yeah, he's like, calm down, man. We got to get you out. <laughs> and Batman's like, that cop, Kinsey, he's like, he works for the Penguin. And he's like, Kinsey's a bad cop. But he's like, there's a roof. He's like, if you take this exit out of here, get to the roof. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, but what about you? And he's like, you're going to have to punch me, make it look good. Yeah. So Batman just wails on him. He just fucking hits him super hard yeah. and runs. And this is the great chase scene to the roof. Mm-hmm. Batman's just running through the police with like tons of police after him. Yeah. He gets into the stairwell and he sh- grappling, gets his grappling hook out and shoots to the top of the stairwell. Very top. I think someone really did that because the camera was like on him the whole time. Oh, maybe. It was like looking at him while he went up, which is similar to a scene in Batman Begins. But I'm like, I don't know going up is good but you got a lot of gadgets yeah. so i'm just gonna trust that you're gonna know what to do once you get up there <laughs> right so batman gets to the roof and he sees it and he's kind of like holy shit mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like a, whoa yeah he hesitates <laughs> yeah he's not the batman that we know yet because the batman no we would know would jump right away mm-hmm. so he has a wingsuit his cape turns into and he jumps off right yeah. as the cops are about to get him that's cool and the camera work in this is just amazing it, yeah. i really think they filmed some guy doing this had to have yeah so he's like flying through gotham he shoots off his parachute very late i think he tries to f- like throw his parachute out and he just mm-hmm. immediately hits the top of this bus like yeah. this bridge and then the bus so now we cut to batman he's talking to gordon on the top of the police station or where the signal is and gordon very funnily at the start goes you could have pulled that punch man mm-hmm. he's like i did i did <laughs> like damn i hate to see a real punch yeah i know so here's where we kind of get an idea about it where he's like oh he's like there was an informant in the case he's like who could it possibly be el rata alata mm-hmm. he's like a rat with wings or something and they're talking and he was like well the penguins he's like penguins have ring wings he's like do you think the penguin worked for Maroney. You think he wanted to take over after he was gone, so he gave him up? And they, we'll ask him. Yeah, <laughs> let's go talk to him. So we see them follow the penguin from his club to a drop. And Batman, very coolly, is already there, like at the warehouse, at the roof. Yeah. And Gordon, they're talking like through walkie-talkies or whatever, and Gordon's like, they're at a warehouse. And he's like, it's a drug drop. Like you see, the penguin's looking at all mm-hmm. these drugs and... Gordon is very shocked. He's like, we took all this down. He's like, he's got his operation, his drug operations running again. Yeah, it's a recycling plant that yeah. they're using as a cover. Yeah, and Batman's like, or they never shut it down. Mm-hmm. And, Bat- and Gordon's like, the biggest drug bust in the history of the Gotham police was a lie. Yikes. Like, that kind of blew me away. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's yeah. all just a cover of a cover. Yeah, the corrupt cops in the system and the mafia, yeah. Ugh. So we see some of the guys at the on the at the cars of this recycling plant, and Catwoman shows up and starts beating the shit out of them because mm-hmm. she's there to get some money. Yeah, <laughs> this is how she makes her money, and it's raining. Yeah, so that's not good. Batman shows up right behind her again, and she says something of like, "Is this how you get your kicks or whatever?" <laughs> and he was like, "Is this what this whole thing was? Is just one big score? Like you were just working this whole thing just to get money?" Mm-hmm. And She's like, no, I'm owed this money. I, they owe me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they didn't pay my wage for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> they took my tips. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they said I get to keep my tips, but when I started, then they all took them. I got paid $2 an hour. They said I could keep my tips, but then they, 
Yeah. Took they shared him among the other servers. What the fuck is oh, that? Oh, man, who does that? <laughs> so she's going through trying to find the money bag, and she finds opens up a bag. For some reason, it has the body of the girl in it. Yeah, it has Annika. Which I don't know why they have her. They get in the dumper, I guess. That's kind of weird. And I would imagine by now, I mean, it's been a few days. She probably smells a little rank. Yeah. So, but the, yeah, that's one thing I didn't understand. It's like they still have her body. I can only imagine that they're going to just try and dump her. Uh, yeah, but what, I mean, yeah, I don't know why they would hold on to her, but yeah, it is what it is. They found her. So, you know, Catwoman is heartbroken. Her friend is dead. And then they start yeah. getting shot at. And yeah. Catwoman dodges and Batman like takes it in the suit and gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. And the penguin's shooting, and he's like, "You think you could take my money?" And um, yeah, and he is like a automatic weapon. So they're all trying to find him, and they see, they come by, and they see the Batman's body, and the ground is gone. And this is where in the theater was like one of the best parts because you hear the Batmobile start up. Oh yeah, that yeah, this is another favorite. I can't describe really do justice, but the way that it just starts up, it sounds. They they said they wanted it to be a, like a monster. Yeah. But it sounded sweet to me. <laughs> well, yes. It was purring like a kitten. But yeah, the sound when it starts up is like very high pitched. It's like boom. Mm. And the Riddler's just looking at it here and you see, I don't know if he did this on purpose, but the car starts and then it stalls. Yeah. Yeah. I put that in my notes too. I was going to ask you about it. I was like, well, that's kind of weird. It's almost like oh, I'm making this big bad yeah. move and then, <laughs> and then it, I don't know if he was baiting the penguin is just like i'm coming like boom, like start you know I, I think that sounds better yeah it doesn't sound very good when he that he started it and his car died died on him yeah <laughs> like he put it in the wrong gear yeah. or something and it just kind of fizzled out so the penguin gets in his car he leaves his guys behind Yeah, he's scared yeah he's getting like gordon was in a shootout with those other guys too but yeah penguin leaves I put Batman's fine-ass sports cars chasing after him. <laughs> so there's a whole chase here, and it's just really, it was one of the greatest parts to see in theaters. Yeah. And it's still amazing to watch, but, like, the penguin causes all these accidents. Mm -hmm. And this is probably one of my favorite parts of the movie, is that the penguin causes, like, all these trucks to crash and blow up. And like diesel trucks. Diesel trucks. So, yeah. like, all this fire is behind him, and you see it. There was a trailer where he's like, He's like, I got you. He's like, I got you. And like a monster emerging from the flames, you see the Batmobile just come out. Yes. Like, Love it. Yeah, and he comes up and he does like a pit maneuver for cops or whatever on him. And this shot's really cool because you see the Batmobile like come to a stop, like its tail. Mm -hmm. And then you see the Penguin's car like going flipping in the yes. distance. And you see him flipping in yeah. the car. Like, I love it when they do shots like that. Yeah. Because, I mean you really see the havoc that flipping a car can do. Oh, and, yeah. And I know firsthand because it's happened. And it really, I mean, it it absolutely goes in slow motion in real real life. Really? So when you're like, oh, it's slow motion, it doesn't really, no, in real life, it really goes Oh, wow. Slow. Jesus. <laughs> I remember every second. Holy cow. But I just love how everything's flying and he's flying. I don't know how they did that shot. But as you can tell, I'm real excited. <laughs> yes, you're like, I was in one of those. <laughs> I could relate to this. <laughs> the coolest shot here is the penguin's upside down in his car, but as he looks, you see Batman get out of his. And his cape is billowing behind him. Mm -hmm. The soundtrack is going insane. Mm -hmm. And then I pointed it out to you when we watched it, but the Batman, he walks up to the penguin's car, and you see his head kind of pop in. Yeah. He's like, hello. Peekaboo. <laughs> 
So we cut now to Gordon and Batman. They have the penguin all tied up, and they're asking him, they're like, how could you give up the drugs? And and this is the most Robert De Niro, I think, Colin Farrell was in this movie because he's like, he's like, I'm no rat. Hey, who are you talking to? Yeah. Right? And he shows him, he was like, this is one of my informants or whatever, or this is one of my guys that got killed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, what are you showing me this for? <laughs> hey. <laughs> but Batman's like, you are El Rata with wings. And he's like, El Rata? He's like, am I the only one that knows the difference in Spanish? Because L is mm. masculine and law is feminine. Mm-hmm. Rata has an A. We're getting into Spanish here. but I don't know. It, well, the correct way to say it in Spanish would be La Rata. Oh. And he said L. And, ba- and that's why he was like, well, the Spanish is off because Rata ends in an A, which means it would be feminine. Oh, so it I would see. start with La. That's the correct way to say it in Spanish. If it was like a girl. There's, that's what the whole thing in Spanish is masculine and feminine. Like, L is for men, mm-hmm. like El Ratel. Okay, I kind of remember that. I yeah. think Spanish, like, one year. So, La Rata is how it would be. So, Batman realizes, he says, he's like, you are El Rata. <gasps> and he's like, you are L. So he types in the URL into a computer. He types in Rata Alata, and mm-hmm. it goes into, like, a communication with the Riddler. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> Had he ever thought that that guy would figure it out? Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, the Riddler has a lot of faith in Batman. Yeah. So he talks to the Riddler, and the Riddler is like, oh, I my next victim is coming up. And Batman is like, is he dead? And he's like, oh, he will be. But the Riddler gives him another one about, he's like, I grow as a weed, but I come from a seed. And the answer is orphan. Yes. So Batman's like, there was that orphanage that the Waynes built that was, you know, torn down or decommissioned mm-hmm. in old Gotham. So they drive away, and it's funny, they leave the penguin tied up there. His, like, uh, arms and le- his legs are tied, and he's like, hey, you just can't leave me here, and he waddles yeah. like a penguin. And in this conversation with the Riddler, I think this is kind of when we find out that uh, the penguin isn't the rat. Well, yeah, he yeah, they immediately, they're like, oh, no, he's not the rat. Yeah, so they're like, we're just going to leave you here. Because he's like, oh, I would never, he says, like, I would never rat. He's like, you know what they would do mm-hmm. if they found out I was talking to you? Absolutely. So they go to the orphanage, and they open it up, and there's the big question mark there. Mm-hmm. That it was a welcome sign, too. Yes. It said, welcome. <laughs> oh, one, I have it in my notes, I just saw, but as they leave, the penguin's like, you goddamn sons of bitches! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's appropriate. Yes. So they're going through this burned-down orphanage. There's, like, no lights on. They have flashlights. Yeah. And this, to me, shows what a good cop Gordon is. They Like a horror movie, you see somebody, like, walk by in the distance. Yeah. And he immediately runs after him. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, come here. And they find out that it's a bunch of drug users, dropheads, like that are drop sleeping heads. sleeping in this, yeah, room. Or squatting. Yeah, squatting. So um, they go into, like, the main area of this orphanage, and they see that there's a projector. And it's showing the image of Thomas Wayne, Bruce's dad, talking about he's going to run for mayor now. And he is going to give money to a project called Renewal that's going to turn the city around, donate it and give money. So in the room, Riddler has scrawled the sins of the father on one side and Renewal is a lie on the other. Yeah. And, And I think Gordon is like, I think he's going after Bruce Wayne. And he turns around and Batman's gone. Yeah, that, this is when I get really concerned for Batman. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. 
What's going to happen? Yeah, I know. So then we see uh, Batman rushing home in his car, and he's trying to call Alfred or anybody at the tower that will answer. Mm-hmm. And this lady that answers is like a servant to his. There's a lady in the Batman show called Aunt Harriet. She was just some lady that helped him. So I think this is kind of a callback. She looked like an aunt. She's an older lady. Had her hair up in a little bun. Yeah. Real and, cute. And then there's also a, a callback to the TV show. There is like a bust of like a statue, the head of George Washington. They call mm-hmm. it a bust. And that's what they used in the show. They would pull the head back and press like a button and the wall would open and they would slide down these poles into the Batcave. Fun. So kind of like a nod to the old series. Okay. But yes, Aunt Harriet, as we'll call her, I guess, answers the phone and is like, he's like, there's going to be a terrible accident. And she's like, I- I'm sorry, there already was. No. And yeah. you see like these flashes of, of Alfred getting like a envelope, opening it up. And for some reason, the thing in the envelope says fireproof. <laughs> Yeah. Because the Riddler wants that to survive. It has the Batman note in it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, hold that up to your face. (laughs) Yeah, right. But the Riddler opens it and sees it's a bomb and tosses it and it like blows up right next to him. And I was like, they can't kill Alfred. I mean, he's not in this movie very much. I was freaking out. I'm like, is somebody big going to die in this movie? It can't be Alfred. He's so nice. Yeah, there's a funny thing where it shows Bruce Wayne talking to a cop and this cop is like, hey, this was in the envelope. It was a, a letter to the Batman, and he opens it up, and I'm like, this cop would not show Bruce Wayne this evidence. No. <laughs> I was like, Absolutely not. Like, oh, this is evidence at the scene. We're going to keep this, but it says, I'll see you in hell, is what it says in the envelope. Uh, but but uh, Bruce Wayne is visiting Alfred. You see he's in a coma, and this nurse is like, oh, does he have any family and or next of kin? And he's like, no, I'm it. And I was like, yay, Alfred's not dead. Yes. He's just in a coma. He'll be fine. <laughs> but this is the scene where he start, He tears up everything in the main hall. Yeah. And he starts spray painting on the ground everything. Goes a little crazy. Yeah, he spray paints like the commissioner, sins of the father, renewal is a lie, trying to just mm-hmm. connect it all. Yeah. Um, his shirt was off. His hair was all wily. Yeah. And I was not impressed. <laughs> I did not like this scene one bit. I put a note and I was like, you get to see Pattinson's abs. I don't even, I don't even care. Well, he, he's trying to figure out something. In, it, no, he goes into his parents' room or he gets the files for renewal. He mm-hmm. has all the big files his dad kept. And he's getting ready to go through them all. And he sees the contact that he gave Selena is on and working again. Oh, yeah, that's right. And she's like, I need to talk to you. So they meet at the bat signal. She's trying to see, like, you know, she's trying to still find out who killed Annika. Mm. And I thought she figured it was the penguin since they found her. I think she says she knows that Kinsey did something or Kinsey took her phone that night. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, Kinsey took my phone. I need to find her or find him. And Batman is like, what is your connection with Falcone? And she's like, I don't have a connection. And he's like, well, why does he recognize you? And she's like, he's my father! Yeah, what? And she tells the story of how her mom worked at the club so many years ago. And she, you know, had her. And she's, poor lady, she was like, it says her mom used to take her to the club where she worked all the time. And, and she would hang out in the uh, room, mm-hmm. in the, um, the like the room where they would get, dressed and stuff the dressing room good lord <laughs> you know that room where they dress they get dressed and they put clothes on in that room 
Yeah, and she says she saw Falcone one time, and it, like, scared the shit out of her looking at him. Yeah. And then she's like, and then my mom died, and social services took me away, and he didn't even say a word. She didn't just die. She was murdered. We find out. Yeah, later we did. When she was only seven years old. And Batman says something where she was like, he was like, but you took all that money away. And she's like, I... I had to, and I, I needed to, and he's like, you can't just make that choice and become a criminal by stealing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you must have grown up rich because you, you don't. <laughs> you're talking about fucking having a choice of deciding whether I need money or not, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I did. So after she talks about her mother, she kind of touches his his cowl, his his helmet or whatever, and she's like, what what do you got under there? A bunch of hideous scars? And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like that. I was like, yeah, I'm hideous. But she's just like, no one cares about anyone other than the super rich. She's like, it's Bruce Wayne, the mayor. She's like, the people only care about those people. They don't care about people like us. And so she says she's going to go out and try to find this cop, Kinsey, who took her phone. And Batman's like, you be careful. She's like, I can take care of myself. Uh, I'm, I'm Catwoman. Thank you very much. That's right. And she kisses him here, too. Yeah. So we see Batman now in the Batcave, and we haven't talked about it a bit, but he has, it shows him several times, he's got like the black paint under his eyes. Mm-hmm. Makeup. They, yeah, they never show that in Batman movies. <laughs> like, you can honestly tell, if you look at the other Batman movies, you can really tell that they've got like the makeup there. Right. Because otherwise it would just be white, and it would really tell. The like raccoon eyes. Yeah, raccoon eyes. Or Charlie's Theron in um, Mad Max. She has that black stuff yeah, on her eyes. I'll yeah. have to show you Michael Keaton later in Batman Begins. There's a scene where he rips that off. And before it shows him, he's got the black. Oh, I, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and when he rips it off, it's gone. And for a split second, you can see his eyes and there's no makeup. And then he takes it off and the black is gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this this movie actually addresses it. They shows him putting it on. It's yeah. like... And I read they mixed it with some sort of chemicals like uh, like water and sweat-resistant makeup. Oh, nice. Because I was like, that shit would come off. Oh, yeah. No, they do wonderful things with makeup. Yeah. But this is another Riddler released another video, and it finds out that Thomas Wayne, you know, there's a lot of family secrets. Like, Tom, the Waynes and the Arkhams, they built Gotham. And it says, Martha Wayne, her mother, killed her father. Yeah. And they covered it up. And Martha was in and out of psychiatric institutions all of her life. And they tried to cover that up. I mean, understandable. Yeah. Well, I, apparently we know um, when he was running for mayor, of course, people would probably try to use that against him. Mm-hmm. And this is what we hear. We hear that a reporter was going to expose all of this. And they said that Thomas Wayne went to Carmine Falcone and had him murdered. Yeah. Yeah. But not really. Well, we don't know about? yet. Yeah. It, there's a picture that they show of Thomas Wayne and Carmine Falcone like together in a photo. So Batman is like crushed, and he this is the kind of a stupid scene. He goes to the the Iceberg Lounge. They open the door. It's like the same twins that he beat up. Like they look at him, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I need to talk to Carmine Falcone." And one guy he shuts the door, and he opens it, and it's both of them. <laughs> and he looks, and he's like, "See, I told you it was Bruce Wayne." <laughs> But he looks so emo in this scene. He's uh, like shoulders slumped. His hair is like over one eye the whole time. Yes. It doesn't look great. I know. Awful. But but he's talking to Falcone and he's just like, I need to know if it's true. He's like, he he's like, I, I heard. And Falcone, you know, he's telling him, he's like, this reporter, you know, he found out some secrets. He's like, every family has their secrets, you know, mm-hmm. that they don't want people to just know about for embarrassment. 
And he's like, and your father, he came to me and he told him, told me, you know, scare the hell out of this guy. Right. And he's like, but some guys just can't be scared. Mm. And he was like, he's like, so uh, Maroney, the other mafia guy, when he found out that Thomas Wayne had Falcone do a favor for him, this guy Maroney was scared that Fal- that Falcone was now going to own Thomas Wayne. And he was like, when he found that out, your parents died the next day. Hmm. And Bruce is like, Baroni had my parents killed? And he's like, I can't say for sure, but they died right after. He's like, Man. maybe it was some guy in the alley. but Ugh. So Batman's crushed even more, thinking that his family's dirty and they got murdered because, you know, they got into a mafia war. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's going through hell right now. Yeah. So now we see he, like, um, there's a quick shot where like he goes into his parents bedroom apparently Mm -hmm. he had it like chained up at some point so he opens it and he sees like as it was they got like his little kid pictures pinned up in their mirror right there's like drawings from him and yeah i thought it was a weird cut but i mean i kind of get that he's trying to remember his parents again yeah like how he knows it and Mm -hmm. so we have a scene now and you hated this scene where he's talking to alfred in the hospital this is my worst scene (laughs) but he's basically like alfred you you lied to me my whole life. Like, you know, everything that I've done as Batman, I've done it for my father, and my father is not a good man. Like, Falcone told me he hired him to kill that reporter. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Falcone told you that? He's like, yeah. He's like, your father never intended for Falcone to kill him. He was like, he was trying to protect you and your mother from the damage that this news report would have done. And I can't believe how naive Bruce Wayne is. Like, he believed Falcone. When yeah. he said something, and I'm just like, this guy is not even trustworthy. Yeah, I mean, it just shows you this Batman is very naive at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, he, Batman in the future, like, you know, hopefully the ones that we see him next will be very, you know, he'll know immediately when something's not right. I hope so. But he just, you know, he, he just so wants to know more about his parents that he just kind of believes what he hears. Mm-hmm. But Alfred is like, your father wanted Falcone to scare that man. He never thought that Falcone would kill him. Right. Falcone killed that man so your father would owe him. He would have something on your father so he could become, you know, Falcone could use him. Right. And he's like, your father was going to go to the police. He stupidly tells Falcone that he's going to the police to turn himself yeah. in. Just do it, dude. Don't fucking tell this guy. I know. He's like, he tell your father told Falcone he was going to turn everything, you know, admit to everything, you know, so turn down the mayorship and everything and just tell the police and they were murdered. And they were murdered that night before yeah. they can get to the police. Hmm. Wonder who did it. And poor fucking Alfred is like, I was supposed to protect them. He's like, I was, yeah. I was to protect. He's like, I've spent my rest of my life trying to find out who it was that killed them. Hmm. And then, but yeah, you said that Robert Pattinson's acting is not that great in this oh, scene. I just didn't. It just did not pull at my heartstrings like it should have. It was, <laughs> I was like, ew. And I don't mean any offense yeah. against him personally. It's just my thoughts and my feelings. And because I feel bad because if somebody would say this t- towards me and I was, you know, trying to right. my best, I'd be like, well, fuck you. <laughs> but I mean, that's everybody's got their opinions, you know, just like everybody's got an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the asshole. No. <laughs> there is a good line in here where Bruce says he's like, I'm not afraid to die. He's like, but I am scared of ever feeling the pain that comes from losing somebody. Yeah, I don't his facial features. It just did not. <laughs> I mean, it's good lines, but. I, I, it was almost comical to me. Yeah. Well, he says that there. He's like, 
I felt that same fear the night that I thought you were dead, that I had lost somebody again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, boo-hoo. But they have a nice moment. <laughs> <laughs> they have a nice moment where they hold hands, and then Bruce sees that the signal's back on and, and goes back out. And they go to the signal. Oh, well, there's a funny moment where it's it's Batman pulling up in his car, and he sees Gordon there. Yeah. And Gordon's like, what's what the, going on? What? I thought you turned the light on. And there's a funny shot where Batman's like sitting in his, he's looking out his, his window on his car. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> it's just funny the way the shot is where he's like. I didn't. I didn't do it. Like pulling up at a drive-through. Yeah. Oh, the number. Well, he's got to pull up too. I mean, you know, he's got to eat it sometime. Right. It's like go through Taco Bell at night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no Taco Bell it makes me shit my suit. They're open until like three a.m. Oh though. yeah. Oh, the number uh, five. Are you still making chicken nuggets? <laughs> so we're about to close. I'll have some nacho fries. <laughs> He, you think that suit, like the the butt, like comes out real quick so he can shoot? <laughs> it's got like a little flap. flap. Yeah. You know, like those. Um, like the kids. The, the onesies, onesies or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's it's held on by buttons back there too. <laughs> yes. like, the hey, big white ones. Yeah. Ah. I had Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they come upstairs and they see that it was Catwoman that turned the signal on and she found the cop. She found Kinsey. And she's like, you took my phone because Annika called me that night that she was killed. And they listened to the voicemail that – or, like, she left her a voicemail. Yeah. And you hear Annika talking. It's Falcone. Mm-hmm. And Falcone is like, the mayor liked to talk. He's like, what did he tell you? And she's like, he just told me that, you know, he – you gave information on some drops and Maroney went away. And he's like – told you that oh and then you hear her scream and gordon is like he's strangling her like yeah no shit (laughs) yeah well and i mean and as a cop he would know what that would kind of sound i guess so so i'm i'm kind of glad he said that because i mean unless you're yeah crazy like we are we wouldn't know what that sound is because it's not like we haven't watched a million scary movies yeah so Fuck, the, the Riddler pretty much got this lady killed after releasing her photo on the news. Yeah. Fucking Falcone went over to that apartment and had her killed or yeah. killed her. Yeah, which, I mean, if he's trying to get justice and I don't know if he's trying to be a vigilante. Yeah. But, I mean, he's well, got he a, thinks he is, yeah. an innocent person killed. But that's what's going to happen. Yeah. If you do that kind of thing, innocent people are going to die. So just don't be a vigilante, people. Yeah, and no, it's not good. It's not good. Um, so Catwoman is ready to kill this cop, Kinsey, and Batman like talks her out of it. He's like, "You'll throw your life away, you know, if you you'll become one of them," because she's trying to shoot him, and he's like, "No guns," you know, which I like. They like they put that through of Batman's moral code of like he doesn't kill, he doesn't use guns. Yeah, when they were going in the orphanage, yeah, and Gordon pulled out his gun. Batman's like. No guns. And he's like, hey, that's your thing, man. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's a great line. So she, Catwoman kicks Kinsey. He's in like a little chair tied to it. She kicks him off the roof and Batman shoots his grappling hook and like hooks him. Yeah. And Catwoman runs because she's like, you know, Falcone's at the Penguin's Club. I'm going to fucking kill him. Yeah. And I mean, she knows that Batman's not going to let him fall to his death. So that's a yeah. good distraction for her to get away. Yeah, it's great. They pull and and so they talk to Kinsey and he was and Gordon is like, "You work for Falcone?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "He's like, oh, no." He says, 
Falcone works for the police, giving you guys information. And Kinsey's like, we all work for Falcone. Yeah. He's like, he owns everything. He goes, he gave up, he, you know, when renewal was made, you know, there was this big thing of like money. They were going to give money to everybody. And then Thomas Wayne died. So there was like all this money out there. So everybody went after it, like the mob, the cop, the cops, the mafia, and it was just basically a free money fund, you know, with no oversight that they could just do whatever they want. And he said Falcone wanted more, so he decided to turn on Maroni and gave him up to the cops. Wow. And he's like, and then the cops that were made famous because they busted Maroni were his people, and they were put into positions of high power. Jesus. Yeah. So. Everybody works for Falcone in this city. And that's not good. No. So Batman's like, shit, that she's going to go kill Falcone, so I'm going to get her. So he grapples to the side of the building and runs down the side of it, which was a very cool shot. It was. <laughs> yeah, that was real neat. So we see Catwoman, you know, as she tells her Falcone's men that she needs to talk to him about Annika, mm-hmm. and she immediately gets brought upstairs. Batman, he like opens the door or he knocks on the door to the club and one of the guys opens it and he sees nobody there. So he walks outside to look and Batman sneaks in behind him and shuts him out. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, he's dressed as himself, which is cool, but he, you know, runs into this maintenance room and like he's getting ready to try to cut the power. Mm-hmm. So Catwoman is talking to Falcone and she's just like, like she wouldn't have just left. Like, I, I can't imagine it. Yeah, she, she's crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, she said she had some information. I just can't believe that she would have just left like that. And he's like, oh, it'll, it's going to be okay. And you see her, she's like, I, I have some, I have a tissue here. And she starts to pull a gun out of her purse. Mm-hmm. And then this guy comes in and he's like, boss. And he's like, what? Yeah. I told you not to interrupt me. <laughs> he's like, no, no, you, you're really going to have to see this. And, Basically, Gordon has released the phone conversation to the news. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. So they're watching it, and Catwoman comes in, and she's like, Hey, Dad. And he's like, What did you just say to me? Where's your dad? And she, (laughs) yeah, who's your dad? (laughs) Not me. So she tries to shoot him, but the lights go out at that time, and they dodge out of the way. Yeah. Or she says, I'm Maria Kyle's kid, and then the lights go out before she shoots him. And you can kind of see his face, like, all the blood just ran yeah. out. And he's like, oh, fuck, you are my daughter. <laughs> yeah. So one of the other best scenes of this movie is like, it's all the guys waiting outside. You see Batman go up the elevator shaft. All these guys wait and the doors to the elevator open and there's nothing there. So this guy like mm-hmm. goes in to investigate it and Batman pulls him in and it's really great. Like the only lighting in this scene is when the guns are going off. Yes. It's like that one movie that we did that I didn't like that I laughed at at the very beginning. And it's about not having feelings. Oh, equilibrium. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't remember the name of like, it. More specific, more specific. <laughs> I can't. Uh, but yeah, it's like the scene in right, Equilibrium. Right, that's true. He does that same thing. This is how the scene in Equilibrium should have been. Yeah, but this is some questions where I'm like, how strong is his armor? Because it's like just going off and he's just taking it. And if, if you haven't seen or listened, I said see last time. If you haven't listened to our episode Equilibrium, you should. Yeah. It's very cool. I enjoyed that episode. but I, I did not, but... I mean, I, I like the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, Falcone then comes up behind Catwoman, and he hits her with a pool cue, and he starts to strangle her. Yeah. And he's just like, you're... Oh, just like your mother. I killed your mother the same way. He's a strangler. Mm-hmm. He strangles mm-hmm. women. That's awful. Very, very scary. He's, and it's very personal, too. Yeah. And he, but, but 
this is how he justifies it. He's like, you're making me do this. You are making me do this. I'm like, no, Mm. no, you're just a psychopath. He's like, you're making me do this just like your mother. So Batman comes up behind him and knocks him out. And Selina's like, he still has to pay. And Batman's like, he will. But you don't have to pay with him. I mean, like, she doesn't have to kill him. Mm-hmm. So they, Batman walks Falcone out, and he's, like, kind of laughing. He's like, who do you think you are? And he's like... Yeah. And he's like, whatever I've done, whoever I know, it's all going down with me. Yeah. Meaning he's not going to tell shit. <laughs> it's like, you can't scare me. It's all going to go to the grave with me. Yeah. And he calls Batman Zorro, which is really funny. Apparently, like, in, oh. <laughs> in the comic books, Batman and his family were watching Zorro when they got murdered. So kind of a oh, callback. okay. I remember Zorro. I used to watch the show. It was pretty good. So Gordon comes up and and Falcone's like, what, you're going to arrest me? He's like, I'll be out before you know it. He's like, you guys work for me. Mm-hmm. And he opens the door to the club, and there's tons of cops out there. And he's like, I guess we don't all work for you. Yeah, I was kind of surprised at the number yeah. of cops that were out there. I'm it's like, pretty crazy. Well, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. There's at least a, a lot more good than bad, it seems like. Yeah, it's very cool. And they, they read him the the Miranda rights and Falcone, you know, and Batman takes him. And then the Penguin comes out, and he's mm-hmm. like, you fuck. He's like, you rat. He's pissed. Yeah. And he's like, enjoy your time at Arkham, you rat. And, you know, Falcone, you know, calls him like an idiot or something like that. The Penguin very stupidly pulls a gun out in front of all these cops yeah. to try to kill Falcone. What? <laughs> and then a gun... and a gun goes off like Batman tries to save, you know, Falcone because he thinks he's about to get shot. Right. And but he's right underneath the streetlight and Batman gets him. But he's been shot. Yes. From somebody in one of the housings around the way. I couldn't even tell where he was shot. I'm guessing straight in the heart. It looked like it. It yeah. didn't look like it was anywhere in the head, but he died pretty much immediately. Yeah. Well, there's a cool shot where he's dying and he's looking up at Batman and he has this realization. I'm assuming that. It, Batman is oh, that's Bruce. Right. Yeah. Because he said, like, he was shot in the chest mm-hmm. same way. And he mm-hmm. looked up and he saw Bruce at the stairs. Well, he looked up and he sees Bruce as Batman now because he's kind of like, <gasps> he's like, oh, fuck, I know who you are now. And then Batman covers his mouth. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. You know who I am. Shh, you're making me do this. Shh. You. <laughs> you. You and your mother made me do this. But Batman looks up at the apartment. He sees where it is, and then he, he looks that they're right under a streetlight, and he's like, the riddle said bring him into the light. Ah, Fuck, this was his plan the whole time. He did it and didn't even mean to. Yeah, so they see where the shot came from, so he rushes up, and he goes into the apartment, and there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. And all these cops come in, and you hear one of the cops be like, a witness says she saw a guy run from the apartment into the, the cafe down the street, and they say he's still there. He's there right now. I'm like, oh my gosh. So he's sitting at the bar or at the counter at this place and you don't see him but all these cops rush in and grab him and Mm -hmm. they slam him down and they pull his id out and he's got two different ids and he's like which one are you and he's like laughs he's like will you tell me (laughs) like some weird high pitch yeah he's playing a laugh paul dano is the actor he's doing a great job oh he's amazing yeah so the last thing you see is that in his cup of coffee or mochaccino whatever it was he was drinking yeah he's got the question mark like made into the foam Mm -hmm. i really wanted to drink it (laughs) yeah it looked pretty good oh it was yummy so this is the most inspired by seven i think it is is where because they're going through his apartment the riddler's apartment yeah it's it's 
fucking creepy. Yeah, creepy. Like the apartment in Seven, they go to the killer's apartment and they find all these journals in the movie Seven, like they do in this. Mm-hmm. And they find one that says, it has writing in there that we reveal that he was a, an accountant. And he was working on a case or whatever, and then he saw one that said renewal. Mm. And he went through the case and realized that, you know, it was a lie to everybody who needed help. Oh, man. And so he knows what he has to do. He knows who he has to become in order to take down the people who never helped Gotham like they said they would. And I'm sure that's got to be an awful feeling. But, you know, murdering people, just that's not the way to go about it. But, I mean, it gave us a good movie. It did, yes. And he's (laughs) got this stupid, um, I don't know, it didn't sit well. He's like a YouTube streamer. Because they find... Like, almost like TikTok. Yeah. Or they, something, having followers. I think they shit. find it later, because his computer's locked. But yeah, it, we'll talk about it in just a second. Um, but Batman finds the last clue to the Riddler... Oh, yeah. ...in this cage with a bat. And it's funny, because Gordon's like, hey, you're going to put your hand in that cage with a rat? And he's like, it's not a rat, it's a bat. <laughs> like, Gordon, you can't tell that it's a bat. Even standing over here doesn't even sound like a fucking <laughs> yeah. rat. But it's a clue. I can't remember what the clue for this one said. So one one thing in the background we do here is that it's the end. It's election night. Everybody's at the garden, the Gotham Garden or whatever, like the stadium, to finish the elections. Mm-hmm. And so Batman, they're in the apartment still, and Batman sees all these clues that he that it's like the Riddler probably knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yes. Like, that's what he's getting the hint of all these clues and shit like that. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, he's probably thinking he's going to get unmasked. Yeah, because as soon as he thinks that, he starts saying, he tells Gordon, he's like, you're a good cop. Like, he's saying yeah. his goodbyes. Mm-hmm. And Gordon gets a phone call on, and he's like, yeah? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, and oh, he, he's finding yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> he turns around, and he looks at him, and he's like, the Riddler wants to talk to you. Yeah, so. down in Arkham. Yeah, so Batman, this is another great scene here. But Batman is in Arkham thinking that, you know, the Riddler knows who he is. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of standing in the corner, like, not looking at him because he knows he's found out. But the Riddler, you get some backstory from him here where he keeps saying Bruce Wayne. He's like, Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. He was like, Bruce Wayne isn't an orphan. He's like, an orphan doesn't have an, a, a mansion over the city. Right, looking down on everybody. Yeah, he's like an orphan. He's like is a is where you live like ten kids to a room or something like that. And he's like already thirteen years old and already a drophead to numb the pain. Mm -hmm. He's like and in every winter a baby dies because it's so cold. Yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so sad. Yeah, and so he's just. He was like, renewal is a lot. The whole scene is great. We should just watch the movie because we're not doing it justice. But this whole scene is just amazing. Yeah. And he talks about being invisible and how he's been invisible his whole life. He's like, until I saw you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, everybody looks at you and they want to know who's under the mask. He's like, but that's not the point. He's like, I know I'm looking at who you truly are right now. Yeah. And he's like, I wish you could have seen me with my mask. Yeeks. Yeah. But he's like, Bruce Wayne. He's like, we are. He's the only one we didn't get. And the music just changes right then and there. Mm-hmm. Batman's like, Wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we didn't get him. He's like, but we got everybody else. And Batman's like, we, what, what are you talking about? And he's like, he's like, I, I couldn't do it myself. He's like, I'm not as strong as you. He's like, my, he says, it's very funny. He's like, my strength is, is up here. He's like, but you, you could do everything that I couldn't. I led you right to them and you yeah. got them all. 
and he's like, we make a great team, and he's like, we're not a great team. He's like, you, you, you're psycho, and he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> my idol yeah he's like you're gonna be forgotten in here and people won't remember who you are and then he does this great scene where he's like no he's like no 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 he's like oh this is not how this is supposed to go i thought this was great because it just really brought out the psycho side yeah because he does look like this innocent little boy yeah i mean if you just look at him and yes absolutely and what's great is he's like i told you i'd see you in hell and he's talking about him being in prison yeah but he's like you're not as smart as i thought you were because he's like mm. we were supposed to stay here and we'd be safe we could see everything and he's like see everything and he's yeah like, he's like you didn't figure it out he's like i gave you all the clues and then he just starts singing Ave Maria, and Batman's like, what have you done? Yeah. Starts beating the glass. He's like, what have you done? Which I thought beating the glass was a little much. Yeah. Know. It's trying to intimidate him, I guess. I mean, I get that Batman's upset. Yeah. So Batman goes back to the Riddler's apartment to try to see what the fuck he might have missed. Mm-hmm. And he runs into the cop that, you know, hated him. The same one. Yeah. You know, through this whole time that we don't know this name. And he's like... <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you can't be here. And then Batman keeps looking around, and he's like, Ugh. he's like, this Riddler guy's pretty crazy, don't you think? Yeah, pretty yeah. psycho. And Batman's looking through like the evidence, and he pulls up the thing that killed the mayor, the thing that looks like a scraper. And the guy's like, yeah, it's pretty crazy, right? Killing someone with a uh, carpet. A uh, carpeting tool. Carpeting tool. And Batman's mm-hmm. like, what? And he's like, yeah, my uncle or whatever was a carpenter for several years. You use it to push carpet in. It's a tucker. Yeah, it's a tucker. (laughs) So Batman notices that there's a bunch of carpet in the Riddler's place. So he uses this evidence, unfortunately. I'm sure that evidence is going to get thrown out now. So Batman sees there's a bunch of carpet in the Riddler's apartment in one room they're in. So he takes the carpet tucker and pulls up all the carpet and sees a map of Gotham. He untucks the carpet with the (laughs) tucker. The (laughs) untucker. But he sees all these flashing lights at certain parts on the map. Yeah. Like, how did they not break that walking on it? Yeah, I don't know. But it also has something. I can't remember what the keyword was, but it says something. And Batman realizes that that's the key to the computer. The password to the computer the Riddler has. Oh, yeah. So Batman types it in, and this is where we get his YouTube streaming. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny, though, because he starts it out like a stream. It shows the Riddler in his costume, and he's, like, broadcasting this to his followers. And he's like, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I just want to say thanks. You, you know, his community has done so much for me. Yeah, thanks for all the tips on the detonators. And Yes. You know, tomorrow's the big day. So we find out here through his his speech that he has planted seven vans, vans. Mm-hmm. full of bombs next to the seawall of the river next to Gotham that will all go off and flood the city. He's also talking about these people that he needs him. He's like, well, you guys will be there and you'll help us take the city back. And Batman's reading the comments and all the comments are the people talking about like how to get guns and stuff and how to get the mask to yeah. look like the Riddler. And he was like, all the people will have to go into the stadium in order to stay dry and get away from the water. And he's like, and that's where you will come in because I will already be gone. And another great moment of that guy going like, holy shit, the mayor and Batman's gone Mm -hmm. in the apartment. Yeah. He's like, I already know. I'm out of here. So as Batman's looking at this, the bombs are going off. Like, he's too late to stop them. Mm -hmm. So the water's going. And you see a shot of Riddler, like, looking out of the window in his cell. 
and he's like screaming with it. He's like, yeah. Boom. He says boom as soon. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. All over. I thought that was really neat. Yeah. It was almost a little theatrical. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it was the move, the music that made me feel that way at the time. Yeah, maybe so. But it was always like an orchestra. Like he was like conducting, conducting it. Yeah. 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 Probably so. His conducting the destruction of Gotham. Mm hmm. So we see Catwoman. She's just trying to get the fuck out of town. And this cop's like, look, yeah. we're getting everybody into the stadium here. He's like, the fucking town, the city's flooding. Yeah, and the water starts rushing over her, yeah, her she, boot. And yeah, she looks like, down. oh, man, it is. <laughs> so we see Gordon at the front. He was like, all right, everybody stay. He's like, we got to protect the new mayor. The lady had won. And he was like, got to check for people around here. Check to see what the Riddler, if he set anything up. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the mayor and he's like, ma'am. We got to get you out of here. He's like, we think that this might not be safe and we got to protect you. And very stupidly, she's like, that's the problem with this city. She's like, everybody's too scared to do anything. She's like, I'm not scared. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go girl. Yeah. She's like, I'm going (laughs) to keep it. I'm going to stay here with the people. And she walks out to like give a speech to the people. And as she looks, they're on top of like the the scoreboard. Yeah. It's like this big. it's the thing in the middle of, when you go to a basketball game, you look in the center, it shows like all the, like the kissing cams and the scores yeah. and it's like the media board or whatever. It's, kind of, it's, a, it's a, like a little platform thing. Yeah. But there are just a ton of these Riddler lookalikes. They all have guns. They've put saran wrap on their hair, if you notice later, and over the guns so no fingerprints and no hair gets left. Oh, wow. But they all have the same mask. Like one of the comments on his videos was like, oh, you can get this mask at the Army Surplus store. Oh, <laughs> So they were all, they're all, they're even wearing the glasses that the Riddler wears as well, Mm -hmm. just so it can look like him. Yeah. So the mayor looks up and sees all these guys and one of them shoots her like through the arm. Like, and I I think it's good that, I mean, if she would not have realized that they were up there and kind of move a little bit, she probably would have gotten killed. Oh yeah, for sure. She would have been like shot and Gordon dives and like gets her and takes her back. And, you know, he's like, we realizes that they, you know, all these guys are here. And this is a very, very cool scene because the ceiling of the stadium, like, detonates. The skylight. It's like, and Batman falls through the ceiling with all the debris, and it is badass. He is going to kick some ass. Yeah, he starts kicking these guys. And these people, I guess, they were supposed to drop down maybe into the crowd and start shooting because they've all attached themselves to, like, a line. Oh, yeah. They all have, like, clips, and they attach themselves. So when Batman kicks them off the scoreboard thing, they all go flying into the air. Yeah. Just hanging there. I don't know if that was for safety or... Probably yeah. so, so they get knocked know. off or something. I don't know. But Batman's, like, taking all these people out. I think he gets sh- shot or something. He's, like, hanging... He gets knocked off the side of the scoreboard, and he puts, like, a little bomb on, like, a air tank or whatever, and the bomb goes off, and, like, all this gas comes out and clouds it so they can't mm-hmm. see him. It's a fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he comes out and starts taking more guys down. And he gets, he takes them all, basically all of them out, except for one guy. And he's walking over to this guy to take him out. And this dude shoots him point blank in the chest with a shotgun. Shotgun. Yeah. And he gets knocked the fuck back. Like, he's on his back. Like He is stung bad. Like, Or he gets knocked off the, he's holding on to the thing again. He's, like, holding on to the side and knocks him off the side because Catwoman comes up and takes this dude out. And I was like, there's no way she would have been able to pull him up because how much must he weigh in that suit? Oh, my gosh, a ton. But she pulls him up, and she gives him a kiss, very reminiscent of Batman Returns when Catwoman kisses Batman. They're yeah. laying and stuff, very similar She's shot. straddling him. <laughs> yes. 
And wouldn't you know it, somebody comes up behind her and knocks her out, hits her in the back of the head. Yeah. Getting re- He's like reloading his shotgun to kill Batman, you know. He's trying to take him out. And Batman, you know, he pulls out this shit, like this green juice. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was adrenaline at first, but I've read theories that it's the venom from Bane. Okay. That he may have fought Bane already in this universe, but he injects it into himself. And he gets up and just beats the shit out of this yeah, guy. Yeah, I thought it was adrenaline, too. And then, yeah, we talked about the venom. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense, too. I mean, like, the, Gordon and the other guys have to pull him off. Yeah. And Batman's getting ready to swing on him. <laughs> he, he pretty much destroys this guy's face. Yeah. And Gordon, I think, like, takes the mask off this dude. And he's like, who are you? And the guy's like, I'm vengeance. And Batman, like, gives a look where he's like, shit, I'm... I've been trying to make myself vengeance, and it's inspiring these people to do this. Yeah, I was thinking that Batman was all like, hey, that's my idea. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's just people are thinking they're like Batman, but they're not going about it the right way at all. Yeah, no, not at all. They're t- taking his inspiration completely wrong. So I think the scoreboard has fallen at this point because the water finally rushes into the stadium. And it's flooding the stadium, and people are panicking and freaking out. Almost like the stadium in Pompeii we watched the other week. Yeah. But Batman notices that there's an electrical cable that is about to, that once the water touches it, it will fry anybody that's in the water. Mm-hmm. So he grapples over to it and hangs onto the wire and takes, his bat symbol on his chest is actually like a knife. Yeah. He takes it off and he cuts the wire and falls into the water. And you see him getting electrocuted. Like oh, you really? see the bolts going through him. I guess I missed that. Yeah. And I mean I'm thinking he thinks he's gonna die and then Probably. I'm thinking he's gonna die. But luckily he doesn't. Yeah, thankfully. He pops out of the water pretty quickly mm-hmm. and he sees like the the main area where like the mayor was and they have the family of the previous mayor, the little boy is there with his mom. Batman goes over and he like moves some scaffolding and stuff and gets him out. He pops a flare and this is a great scene yeah. where he's leading them all out with a flare and through the water. They weren't very trusting at first. The bear doesn't trust him, but when the little boy takes his hand, they all follow. Right. Yeah, I mean, I I felt like when he had his hand out, I mean, I was feeling some arm pain for him because I'm yeah. like, I'm sure his muscles are burning. Oh, he's yeah. just kind of, well, would you please take my hand? Probably so, good lord. So something in the way from Nirvana plays again. It, it bookends mm-hmm. the movie and Batman's like the city is destroyed like the National Guard is coming and he's like but he realizes this is the great part is he realizes that he has had an effect on the city yeah these people needed something to look up to like hope because the city can be hopeless mm-hmm. and he's bringing this lady out of the stadium and he's like putting her on a stretcher as she's gonna get airlifted out right and she holds on to him for comfort Instead of like the guy at the beginning who was so terrified of him, this lady's holding on to him because yeah. he saved her. And he's like, I have to, he's basically like, the criminals will do what they can. He's like, those who are in power will take over. And it shows the penguin like looking out of the window. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I have to be something more. Like the this, this city needs hope. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. And then we get the worst scene in the movie. Yeah. The absolute worst scene in the movie. The Riddler is sitting in his jail cell and he's all crying because it didn't go the way he thought it was. Mm -hmm. And then you hear a prisoner being like, it's all going to be okay. And he's like, they think that you're a clown. (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ. So it's the Joker. Yeah. 
So is the Joker in Gotham in in Arkham talking to him. And there is a deleted scene where the Batman goes to the Joker and talks to him about the Riddler, asking him if he knows who he is, kind of Silence of the Lambs. But yeah. they didn't need this. They did not need this. I don't care about the Joker anymore. We've seen him so many times. I just want to see somebody new. Like, the Riddler, they did it in an interesting way. I know Jim Carrey already did it, but let's see somebody else new. Like, mm-hmm. get Mr. Freeze in there or try to do it in an interesting way. But, like, let's not just do the Joker again. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any thoughts on that because yeah. I'm not as big as a fan as you are. Like, what did you think of the scene as someone who's not a Batman, like, comics expert or fan? I was just like, who the fuck is this oh, guy? Oh, yeah. I didn't even I didn't even know to put... I know who Joker is. Well, yeah. I just didn't put that with who was talking. My problem is, is that I feel like we have to have the Joker. Like, no matter what Batman movie we do, mm-hmm. it has to be Joker. Mm-hmm. And... I think by the time when Heath Ledger did it, I think he was like the, if you don't count the show, maybe the second live action Joker. Don't quote me on that. So it was new. But yeah. but now we've had Heath Ledger. We've had Joaquin Phoenix. We've had fucking Jared Leto in the worst goddamn interpretation of the Joker in the <laughs> Suicide Squad. And now we're getting this new one and I'm probably missing more, but there's just been so many Jokers and it's like every time we get a Batman movie, we have to have the Joker in some way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just try something different. Like, just don't have the Joker in and maybe bring him in later. But it's like we've seen him like Bruce Wayne's parents dying. We have seen it enough. Well, maybe the right person will listen to this podcast <laughs> and they'll take your advice. Matt Reeves, if you made it this far into the episode. <laughs> Uh, but the Joker and the Riddler become friends. They they end their scene laughing and yeah. He says Gotham loves a comeback story. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so this is just a build up for the next movie. Yeah. We end with at the cemetery with Catwoman at her mom's grave. Yeah. She's in like a mausoleum type thing, and she's asking Batman. She's like, please come with me. You know, this city can't be saved. She's like, I'm gonna go up to Bloodhaven, which Bloodhaven is a, in the comics. It's okay. where Nightwing hangs out nice but as soon as she's like please come with me she looks and batman is looking in the sky at the signal Mm -hmm. and she's like you're already taken yeah you're already spoken for and she has a cute little kitty with her oh yeah she puts in the back of her motorcycle (laughs) and like a little crate i'm like well don't do that i'm like oh i hope he stays in there (laughs) yeah she comes back and she's like well i did have a cat (laughs) so they drive off and it's funny because in the end, they're kind of like racing each other, it looks like. Yeah. They're both driving, you know, on motorcycles. That was kind of fun. Yeah. And then they get to the, the exit of the cemetery, and she goes left and he goes right. And he's looking at her in the mirror, and then he just kind of like looks forward like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, I got shit to do. And then it goes to credits. Yeah. My goodness. We almost spoke as long as the movie. We're... we're um, 40 minutes shy so what else oh, you got okay so let's just keep this going let no. me talk about what i think about <laughs> no i don't even know politics <laughs> no let's talk about the government no no that's that's the worst topic so i think we've talked about our favorite and worst parts already as we went mm-hmm. you have anything else to add about batman i don't know i just i thought it was okay I can't really think of anything. It was a good movie. It'll be interesting to see what they do next. Which, at this point, they just announced that they're doing a sequel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very excited about that. Yep. I don't know how they could do another villain, though. Like, Mr. Freeze is very cartoony. Mm-hmm. So, this world is not cartoony. It's like real life. I don't know who else they could do. And that deleted scene of the Joker, mm-hmm. He, I mean, his face is all fucked. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. Maybe we'll see what he looks like when he puts like the paint on or the face makeup. I guess maybe it could make it a little different. But Matt Reeves said he wanted him to be like a guy who has like a birth disorder. Like he, he has a disorder for his face, like mm. that makes him look like that. Okay. Not like Heath Ledger where he cut himself to look like his smiling the whole time. Okay. That was I a very see. interesting take. I like that with Heath Ledger where he had the scars on his face. You'd never seen a Joker like that. Maybe no. in comics, but not live. Well, that's the Batman. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I loved it. I loved the movie. It just really grabbed me being a Batman fan, and I loved the tone of it. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed our little detour. Emergency <laughs> yes, broadcasting. Of disaster movie here. Really pulling that emergency thing in because I just, he said it just off the hook and we weren't recording and I'm like, yes, emergency, I, you have to say that. You laughed pretty hard. I was like, I think we need to do an emergency <laughs> episode on the Batman. And you were like, emergency. I'm like, that's great. I love it. So next week we'll be in another emergency episode because we're going away from disaster movie um, to do a Studio Ghibli movie again mm-hmm. at the recommendation of uh, The Love of Mythology. Yeah, we've been going back and forth with them. Shelly has been talking to the lady that does that. Well, I mean, she's just commented. Yeah. Well, it's not like we're in a conversation oh, or anything. Well. Conversation, a little bit, like talking I back mean, and forth. I'm cool with that, girl, Olivia, if you're if you're listening. You can email. We'll talk. Yeah, we, we, we post on Reddit to get feedback and to maybe get our name out there. And Shelly talked or like gave some feedback to her. She gave feedback to us. Yeah, she gave feedback to us first. And then I was like, well, I'll return the favor and yeah. listen to her. And she's very exciting, very enthused about mythology. And yeah. it's just a very interesting thing. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And I'll link her on this in our episode notes. She's not quite out there on every platform. I think she's on Spotify, but don't quote me. But I'll link it. That way you can get to her directly. But just very, very nice lady. It seems like and she's just kind of like us, just starting out, yeah. trying to get her name out there. So if we can help in any way, I'll, I want to do that. Yeah. Mythology, I really enjoy it. Remember on our cruise for we took, mm-hmm. I took that book on North Mythology. We named internet. Odin. Because I was playing God of War at the time, and then I was so interested in the Norse mythology of the game that they were pulling from that I read that book. And we got our dog, our chihuahua at the time, and I'm like, Thor? She's like, no. Like, Loki? No. Yeah, like, no. Odin? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Suter? <laughs> I think that's Viking. Uh, Norse. It. Um, yeah, so she recommended, like, oh, I really liked your episode on Spirited Away. And mm-hmm. she's like, so Studio Ghibli. So we next week we'll be doing My Neighbor Totoro. No, yay. Very excited. I've seen that before, and I liked it. I think you'll really enjoy it. Good deal. And, you know, us, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. You can email us at the Film Obsessed Couple. I mean, I don't give a shit what you email us about. At Gmail. At gmail.com. Yeah, you can tell us about our episode. You can let us know what you think. Yeah. You can just say hi. Anything. I yeah. don't care. We're pretty open. We'll respond, too. And we've been saying it for a while that if you guys write in and suggest a movie for us to watch, that we will do it. So here's the proof. Yeah, we're going to do it. She recommended a movie, so we're going to watch it. Yeah, and please don't forget to rate, review, and share with a friend because, of course, we're still trying to grow and be able to produce more episodes. All right, well, until next week with My Neighbor Totoro, we will talk to you then. Bye-bye.